What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 92 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Collin Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we have finally reached the exit ramp. Tonight, it is the steel cage match that we've been waiting months for. And by months, I mean weeks. Jeff Jarrett defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against... The Wildcat, Chris Harris. Can Chris Harris prove that he's not just a tag team wrestler? Well, tonight we will find out. Dallas, do you think Chris Harris will prove that he is more than just a tag team wrestler? Well, with Jeff Jarrett involved, Bob, anything is possible. But I don't know. He's he's locked inside of that steel cage. Could we see our first breakout member of the TNA roster from being a tag team wrestler. I don't know. I think there's a chance, but is he truly ready? Vince Russo kind of laid off him a little bit. He did defeat Raven last week. I don't know. That's a pretty big win, Bob. But um, let's be real. I I just can't see Jeff Jarrett um, allowing this to happen. And even though there's a steel cage, there will be fuckery involved. And we, I think it's safe to say we know that's going to happen. Would you, uh, if, you were, if, you, if you were booking it, are you putting Chris Harris over? I think at this point, I probably would. I think he's had a, little, a pretty decent little run here to kind of like earn his way. The only thing that kind of hurts him is that he's fought Jarrett twice at this point, And he hasn't even, like, I think realistically come close to beating him either time. Right. Um, I think that's the only thing that really hurts him. Besides that, though, I mean, of course, he's getting wins over, uh, like, the Naturals and, um, like, random Shane Douglas match and stuff like that. But, I don't know, I still feel like it's it's built up pretty good, but it's kind of like you got to pull the trigger. If you're going to do it, you need to pull the trigger now, or the fans are going to give up. And they're going to say, okay, we we don't care anymore. Like, it's he's not going to beat him. He's, maybe he's not ready, like Vince Russo said, and like people are just going to pull back, and, it, and they're going to turn on him. So either pull the trigger or don't. And I think at this point, I think I'd pull the trigger before it gets any late. If you don't pull the trigger tonight, I don't think I don't think you can come back from that right, anytime soon. I think what I, I think I would put him over, and uh, even if it's just a short title reign. Let's say he were to have it for two or three weeks. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's better than having him consistently lose. Yeah, that's what I kind of think. And honestly, hate to say this too, but I think he'd make a good transitional champion. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. So, like, you can, as and not, like, to give it back to Jarrett, but to give it to someone that you didn't necessarily maybe want to put over Jarrett, but... Which at this point, I don't think that should be an issue. But you know what I mean? I mean, maybe yeah. 
I think the the money's in Raven beating Jarrett, but even then Raven ends up beating Harris for it. Then we still get a rematch between Raven and Jarrett, but Raven's the champion this time, or say something like that. Right. I could see that kind of working. What about if like Abyss won the title? I was thinking Abyss, yeah. I, I'm thinking either Raven or Abyss. If Harris were to win, if you just switch it to Raven or Abyss. And I think you could still you could still kind of keep Jared off of that for a bit. I what if it was Abyss beats Harris? Raven kind of goes back babyface, probably how he should be because the fans keep cheering him. We'll talk about that again today. Uh, Raven beats Abyss for it, right? And then Raven can still fight Jarrett. You can still kind of get that money match that I still think people would be interested in, even though you know you've kind of delayed it over a year. I think there's some uh, some big opportunity there. Yeah, I think the I think the asylum definitely should be the like if Raven were to win the title. I mean, I think at this point you got to make sure it's done in the asylum. I think so. Yeah, and I think so. that he needs to beat Jarrett for it. Yep. That's that's like when you I feel like when it comes to feuds, uh, Raven versus Jared is one that you think of when as it pertains to the asylum years. So you have your AJ and Lynn and stuff like that, but I think Raven Jared or I mean I guess Jared Styles as well, Raven Styles. But Raven and Jared's like a top one of the top feuds that should have one of those major blow off moments. And I think Raven, if he were to eventually beat Jared, whether he's champion or becomes champion. Uh, should definitely happen in the coming months. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that, man. But I guess we're, I guess we're going to find out tonight. But before we get into tonight's show, we do need to discuss a few quick things about last week's show. I do have some new news about the uh, rumored Fox Sports Net deal. And uh, it's pretty quick today, and then we'll be getting into the show. And I only got a little bit to talk about during the show even. I don't think anyone generally cares because I usually don't tell you, but uh, I, I do read off of both Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer's notes, and Brian Alvarez has nothing this week, like nothing. So that um, kind of cuts down what we got to talk about today, which is fine because usually he kind of has shit opinions anyways. Well, he's always like trashing them. Always. He doesn't say anything positive ever. I literally go to his part if to see if there's an interview with some interesting stuff or if, like, the rush report's there. Besides that, he doesn't really give anything worth talking about. Right. Um, but on last week's show, we're going to run down the card real quick just to kind of chat that through. And then we'll uh, get into some of these notes because Dave always has his opinions on what happened last week. And I think they're always pretty interesting to hear. Because generally, I think Dave is – I feel like his opinions don't feel as biased as, like, Brian Alvarez. At least in TNA. Um, Alvarez has a, a disdain for TNA. Oh, yeah, dude. It's and it's as huge. if he's covering it just for comedy purposes. Yes, it is. He literally, talk, especially early on, it was like a joke. Yeah. Like, oh, watching TNA again. <laughs> yeah, like he's not treating it as if it's an actual worthwhile wrestling promotion. It's almost like it's a vanity thing for Jared and he's just treating it as that. Yeah. Which absolutely. to some extent, I think even early on it was a vanity thing for Jared. Yeah. But I think it's more ever since, you know, Panda's gotten involved, I think it's morphed into more of a fairly well rounded promotion, I would say. I think so. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's definitely some sketchy times. Oh absolutely. I mean but... you can say that for anything. Oh yeah. That's how it goes though. You yeah, got you, you got your rough patches. You have your ups and you have your downs. Exactly. Okay, so last week's show, Bob, I believe we liked it. 
pretty sure we said it was a good show. Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. And that probably helps that the uh, April 7th show was so fucking bad that anything, anything following that show would have been good. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, in the opening match, Jeff Jarrett defeated James Storm, which shouldn't be a shock. Kazarian then retained the exhibition title over Sanjay Dutt, defeating another member of Team NWA. It's pretty interesting the way they're working that story. I like that. Simon Diamond defeated Johnny Swinger. Then Monty Brown defeated Sabu in a False Count Anywhere match. Then we got new tag team champions when D'Lo Brown and Apollo defeated Dales and Kid Cash uh, by disqualification. Yeah, they did that. The titles switched by disqualification. Then in the main event, Chris Harris defeated Raven to become the number one contender and will be entering the steel cage match tonight. It's pretty exciting. So, Bob, we liked it. What do you think the readers of The Observer thought about that show? I, I'm i going to say they went thumbs up. Well, the majority actually were in the middle, 41.7%. percent Well, 25%, sorry, uh, were up, and 33.3% were thumbs down. So, so I, me, I would say it's a thumbs down. Well, I feel like usually we end up saying that when you're in the middle, they kind of like it. They, they, we we kind of say that. I kind of base it off. If it's middle, oh, the majority wants the majority mm. of the other two. Yeah, that's a fair point. Well, then I guess then now, we're going to say sure, it's more of a thumbs down show. Yeah, I'm sure that that means like 17 people voted, but yeah, we were a little down this week, but you know that's okay. Uh, what do you think I voted on as the best match? Uh, I'm going to say Kazarian Dutt. Nope, it was Harrison Raven. Harrison Raven, yep. And what about the worst match? Uh, the tag team title match. Yep. Can't imagine why. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave notes that attendance was down for whatever reason to about 900 last week, which we, of course, <laughs> talked about. And based on early lines, because if, if you're new, I'm just going to – I'll say this. We talk about this often, but they do have separate lines entering the building for people who pay and people who don't. It appeared to be about one-third paid. Uh, Dave thought that the sh- it was a so-so show with a strong main event. The crowd was dead for a lot of the show. Uh, yep, Chris Harris pinned Raven in 17 minutes and 13 seconds in a match where Harris won despite having his left shoulder injured in a brawl after the opening match when Raven hit his shoulder with a chair. Raven used moves like arm bars and uh, did the chicken wing cross face to try to injure that further. And he got the pin with an inside cradle. Uh, and it was noted that it has been one year since the Jarrett Raven title match, which Dave notes is amazing because that was the best job of a buildup they've ever done for a match in company history, and they never once did a rematch. Raven is also trying to be a heel, but is fighting the crowd to do so. And one of the big problems right now is the face heel, um, like the separation there is so weak. So, for example, on the show, Sabu worked as a face in the Extreme Rules match with Monty Brown, or False Count Anywhere, whatever it was, uh, and put Brown over, although Abyss got involved in that, and then came out and was cheered when he attacked James Storm at ringside during the Harris-Raven match. And of course he got cheered, because, uh, but he was supposed to be a heel because he was Raven's backup and Raven was the heel in the match. Right. Which is pretty interesting. It is a weird 
that's yeah, it's kind of a weird character development, I guess. Right. I mean, kind of going off of that world title stuff. This is was a plan, okay? So this is strictly rumor. And I think this is pretty interesting. I almost wasn't going to talk about this, but I, th- I think it's worth talking about since obviously everything we read is rumor. We don't know if it, what's happening. But at one point, the plan is for Jarrett to lose the title. Although apparently they wanted Styles to get it and not Harris. But that was weeks ago. and But Jarrett wants it back uh, when TV starts. So, <laughs> so he wants to be the champion when we go to TV. Uh, uh, and I feel like if Styles was going to was going to win that. I think we would have had that singles match by now. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. We still, you know, we have a little bit of time before that rumored June start date. But honestly, at that point, just keep it on Jarrett, man. I at this we're in we're at the end of April. I really think at that point, just keep it with Jarrett. Why switch it twice and give it back to him before June? Right, because that means you'd get Really, two title you get two title changes in like well, a month and a half. Yeah, I don't think we should do that. No. I don't know what you think. I don't think we should do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you. I don't know how you could get it onto Styles because. Well, at this point, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Like I don't. So I mean, I mean hey. the only thing I can think of is like Russo. Like Styles has no interest in Russo. He has want nothing to do with him. Right. But Russo seems like as if he really wants Styles to trust him. Yeah. So does he just give him a title match after this? And be like, hey, AJ, I'll show you how I care. I know Chris Harris is the champion. Let's say that Harris wins. So in two weeks, you'll get your shot when Harris is healthy, because I'm sure they'll play up the shoulder and all that other stuff. Yeah. And you age of that. Okay, Vince. Yeah. Okay, and- I trust you. Yeah, and then AJ wins it in two weeks, and then uh, he'll drop it before uh, TV starts. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I don't know how else you could insert him. But. Well, and and like I did say, I mean, this was apparently the the talk a few weeks ago. So maybe it was kind of even before the Harris started getting involved as much or something. I don't know. Uh, pretty interesting, nonetheless. But we will see what happens going forward. And I think it's always fun to kind of hear the thoughts and see if they either play out or if they don't, because you never really know. Uh, then, of course, uh, as we mentioned, D'Lo and Apollo won those tag titles by disqualification. <sighs> so Brown had Cash pinned when Dallas hit both Brown and Apollo with the pipe. Dave notes it was a bad match, as Cash was off on so much and appeared to be an even lamer finish. However, everyone forgot, since it hasn't been talked about in what seems like a year, that TNA rules allow the title to change hands when the champs are DQ'd. And to show how long ago that rule was put in, this was, this was hilarious when I read this. Uh, Dave notes that he thinks that it was Bob Armstrong who was the voice that put it in. And after a week or two, it was never discussed again. Nobody in the crowd remembered, and when they announced it as a title change, it was a big pop. Uh, they sold it like Dallas, who is a newcomer, didn't know the rule and cost his team the title. So you're telling me back in early 2002, Bob Armstrong was like, titles can change on disqualification. Yeah, dude, it was a long time ago. I thought that was an NWA thing before this even started. Well, this I company think, started. so I think you might be right about that because when they put this rule in, they I'm pretty sure they said 
like that we're doing this under NWA title rules or something. So I do think you're right about that. I wonder if there is a way to find out, like, not even just, like, the tag team title, but, like, any title in NWA. It might take me a minute, but I can maybe find, like, an Like, when it happened. happened. Yeah. Well, this is definitely the first time it happened in TNA, I'm almost positive. Oh, oh, absolutely. I would have remembered that crap happening before, I think. Yeah, I don't think that we've, we've had that before. Yeah, no. Um, while you're while you're trying to look that around though, um, I'll I'll kind of move forward here, just to just keep us going here. But they're doing that storyline where both Michael Shane and Frankie Kazarian want to be on the TNA X Cup team in the next tournament. Kazarian's deal is he's beaten three out of the four current oh, members. Oh my God, Dallas! It's happened already for us. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> Back on May seven, two thousand three. Christopher oh. Daniels won a handicap match by disqualification to defeat Amazing Red and Jerry Lynn to win the tag team titles. Whoa. He, well, it was a handicap match with Daniels, Loki, and Skipper taking on Red and Lynn. Oh, and shit. I remember that match. match. By disqualification. Yeah. I remember that match. Well, that that's a good point because Dave does note that it... Because he said that it... Uh, when did he say? No, I guess, oh yeah, it seems like a year. It hasn't been talked about in a year, so yeah, I guess that makes about sense, huh? Yeah. Well. Well, okay, it's the second time it's happened. I take there's back just, what I said. There's just so much that people, I don't people need to really understand this. There is so much shit that happens. That's impossible to remember this stuff. Well, that, okay, so that one also must have not, maybe, I don't know. Maybe our listeners who who remember better than we do can remember if we were truly upset about that. But last week, I was pretty pissed. And I was pissed because they just won the titles. We haven't had a tag team champion for more than a week and who knows how long. And I don't count Abyss and Styles because they weren't even a tag team. They just fought each other the whole time. And then they just vacated the fucking titles. Richards had it a week. They had it not even a week before they started having singles matches against each other. And now Dallas and Kid Cash had it for a week. Right. Is this does this pertain to? I'm assuming it would pertain to all championships, right? I'm pretty sure. The NWA. I'm pretty sure. Because technically, it's like the NWA X title, even NWA right. Heavyweight Championship, NWA Tag Team Championships. So that's a yeah. Well, we've been proven wrong, I guess. Uh, Bob, I don't know if you just heard what I was saying, I, but um, Michael Shane and Kazarian both want to be on the X Cup team. That's kind of what we've been going toward here. Michael Shane does? Yeah, he kind of talked about that in that interview last week, I believe, when Shane Douglas seemed upset. Because remember, Michael Shane is in, he's apparently in some kind of X Division match this week, he said. We don't know what it is. We only know about the cage match, really, this week. But And Shane Douglas seemed kind of upset that he wanted to kind of do a singles thing. Um, and they keep tease. Obviously, they're they're continuing to push the tease of the team franchise. Oh, uh, I breaking thought he up. was. Just, I thought he was just trying to become X Division champion. Well, he wants to be on that X team, and even if that means that, who knows? But yeah, Kazarian's doing it. He's beat three out of four of the members, and he's the current X Division champion, of course. So I don't know. We'll kind of see where that goes moving forward. Okay. Uh, even on this week, um, and of course, we can't forget about this. I, I actually did. Because it's such a weird thing. 
But if Dave, as Dave says here, in one of the weirdest angles, Goldilocks is back, but she's wearing a wig, and she's pretending to be a new French character who is sexually controlling Abyss. She, she has not... Yeah, I don't know if I really got that, but... Uh, she hasn't been given a name. She tries to talk with a fr- French accent, but you can tell it's her. I don't know if they're trying to hide that it's her, though, to be honest with you. I don't... Well, they're... I think uh, Tanae and Wes are both like, who is that? Like, I don't think they've said they know it's Goldilocks. It's obvious it's Goldilocks. I mean, there's no way. Yeah, it's I haven't funny. gotten the vibe, though, that she's... Sexually, sexually controlling. controlling abyss what what know, could man. you could you imagine the character abyss having sex no oh my god i couldn't even imagine the guy who plays abyss having sex <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow yeah me either i guess um, okay, and my last stuff here, about that was pretty much everything for the last Luke show, but I want to just discuss a little bit about the Fox Sports Net deal, as well as some interesting notes about the Ring of Honor stuff, uh, and then we'll get into the show. This won't take very long. So more details have surfaced regarding the Fox Sports Net deal. The time, which will be on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern, is being purchased by TNA, although the figure is unknown. Infomercial time nationally doesn't come cheap. So Fox Sports Net has alerted affiliates to the negotiations and sent out a memo on April 20th saying, LA is working on a wrestling series. Details are sketchy from the network right now. Uh, airs Friday at 3 p.m. beginning in June. So that was their alert sent out. Uh, TNA will then be responsible for selling the ad time, hoping to recoup some of the weekly expense because it is paid programming and the network isn't selling ads. Uh, the ratings aren't as significant in regard to what network would care about. It's more a matter of if ratings are bad or more, if the show doesn't result in a decent increase in pay-per-view buys of the Wednesday shows, how long Panda is willing to finance the venture. And also kind of going on to that Ring of Honor controversy, Tom Chiapetta of Fox Sports Net stated in, a re- in reports that FSN had any concern over wrestlers appearing for Ring of Honor is untrue. So he says, quote, we have nothing to do with TNA and Ring of Honor's dispute, he said. We simply we are simply just airing the shows. TNA is paying us, and we have no say in which wrestlers are involved. Only the content must be family friendly for an afternoon showing. So pretty pretty uh, interesting. So we discussed last week that they have been playing this very safe because of the Fox Sports Net deal, but it is being shown right there that it. Uh, doesn't really affect it. It's pretty weird. Now, go ahead, bud. I just, I mean, I just think it's funny a wrestling show on Fridays at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You can't imagine, like I, I watched it, but I can't imagine <laughs> a lot of people being able to watch. It. Like I would, like I said before, I would literally like speed walk from home to watch it. Or like, I, like if I got off the bus at like two fifty, I'm like I'm jetting, and then I got to a point. Or no, two thousand four. Yeah, I think I was walking home. I think I was at the the annex at that point. There we go. So yeah, I, I would be uh, you know biking home real fast to watch my impact wrestling at three o'clock. Hey, Bob, you want to play basketball? Yeah, at four. Yeah, I gotta I'm, watch some impact. I'm busy. I was Bob, you. I was you. I, I was just gonna say, Bob makes fun of me for leaving the birthday party to. Yeah. To watch Impact, and to be honest with you, 
I don't regret it. <laughs> but you don't. No, I do not. Um, okay, one more one more thing here, and it kind of plays off of everything we just said, as well as this Ring of Honor controversy, and then we'll get into today's show. After Explosion, of course. Don't forget that. It happened. Uh, it has been reported that TNA officials are going to be paying AJ Styles, Jerry Lynn, and Christopher Daniels what they were going to earn from the April 23rd and April 24th Ring of Honor shows that the company canceled them from. So that's pretty cool. But it may just be a political move in response to all the criticism the company uh, of the company from pulling the wrestlers from announced and confirmed dates. They won't be paying wrestlers for any future Ring of Honor dates that they would have worked. But um, a, lot, a lot more criticism of pulling came after it was revealed that the, com- the common thought that it was done because of the fear it could cost them the Ford Fox Sports Net deal was totally unfounded. And now Dave says, in fairness, nobody from TNA publicly stated it, and those in the company had privately denied it to me from the start. Still, that was the thought process of many who defended TNA's actions they needed to do to protect the deal. TNA has the legal right in its contracts to prevent workers from working for companies that they see as competition. But the wrestlers that signed were given only, you know, pretty much given the impression that that only meant the WWE. Interesting. Uh, And uh, I I feel like this is going to start to fizzle out a little bit more about the Ring of Honor stuff uh, in the next week or two, I I would imagine. But I think it's been pretty interesting to see how how quickly and how crazy it's kind of gotten for everyone involved. Uh, Would you have pulled your would you have pulled the talent from uh, the controversy or not? I think I'm I think I'm kind of with them. I think it I think to play it now it's interesting because of the fact that it doesn't affect it but I feel like if they didn't I could see that backfiring for them. So I don't know. I think uh I think as a you know being a business and you know you're trying to have a good look kind of going in you know the way your company's going I feel like I would have. Now the announced show i feel like to be a decent person kind of like let them do that and then okay that's you guys that's your last one it's already announced people bought tickets to see you guys already Um, because if you're going to pay them for what they were going to make anyways then you probably should have just let them work it but they're probably so far into it at that point that they probably were like we can't let them work it we we told them we told them they're done so they probably were just like huh we're just gonna do it so, but I feel like I would have let them work the dates. It's just like, for example, like today, some people, you know, you'll sign a WWE contract. Okay, they generally will let you finish your indie dates that you already have. Usually, uh, yeah, sometimes. Some, I'd say I see I see it often, but yeah. Um. So I don't know. I feel like I'd at least do that, but I think I would have. Uh... If I had concrete proof that he was no longer part of the company, I'd have no problem working it. But if I didn't have proof, I'd pull him. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's so. Like cool. when they, when Gabe and uh, was it was it Silken? Silken was the one being sketchy, but Gen, uh, Gentry. Oh, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. So when those guys like wouldn't sign a document saying that Rob Feinstein's no longer with Ring of Honor, then I'd be like, 
until you guys sign it and I have proof, I'm not allowing you guys to use contracted words. Yeah. No, I think that is fair. I mean, because they were being kind of sketchy about it. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, no, I totally get that. I think it's, it's like I said, very interesting um, situation. Yeah. And then, but another part of it too is like if AJ Styles and Daniels and stuff have no problem working Ring of Honor, even with maybe Feinstein working there, then who am I who is giving them one day of work? To prevent them from going there. And I know they might have signed a contract, but still, I mean, that's not a livable thing. And like Ring of Honor is right. assuring you at this rate at this time, two two bookings a month. Yeah. Because yeah. usually it would be a double shot on a weekend. So I don't know. I think it's, no, I think it's, it's, a, it's a hairy situation. No, it absolutely is. But uh, I think it's starting to get wrapped up. So, so you think? So I think, and I'm always proven wrong because Hogan's deal, Hogan shit lasted four months longer than I expected <laughs> it to. Uh, but we're past that now. But Bob, that's all the notes to start the show. We'll talk about some more during the show, including some people who are trying to come back to the company. We'll talk what? about that a little bit though. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Back. Oh yeah. Two names. One of Who? which I guarantee. Yeah, and I, one of them I bet you, you could guess, but the other one, bet you wouldn't guess. So we'll talk about that during the show, though. Two names uh, trying to come back, so they've been here. Oh, yeah, they've been in the company. Is it just incredible? I'm not telling you yet. you got to wait. It's just incredible. Is it just incredible and Ken Shamrock? Can't tell you yet. So let's talk about Explosion quick. Then we're going to get into the show. It's going to be a good one. we got a cage match. Me and Bob are suckers for cage matches. Even if we go to an independent show and the cage match that's in the main event sucks, it's still exciting. You're not wrong. I mean, because I'm a, even even yeah. if they don't wrestle in the cage during the cage match, yeah, that's one thing that's always bothered me. If you're gonna if you're gonna brawl in a cage outside the ring of a cage, do it before you go in the cage. Don't be in the cage, <laughs> rustle a few minutes, and then escape the cage to then yeah. brawl around the cage. That is defeating the purpose of the cage. Yes. You're killing the stipulation. Mm-hmm. So let's not do that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Well, the cage is too restrictive. Then don't book a fucking cage match. That's the point of a Holy cage. Holy shit. Like, come <laughs> on. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> explosion number 76, according to Cage Match, took place on April 21st, 2004. The same day as this pay-per-view we're about to be watching. Pretty cool. And it aired on April 24th, 2004. And it featured, now this is kind of weird, interesting. It features, according to Cage Match, three matches. But according to uh, what we heard last week, it really only features two. Because it kind of repeats a match that we talked about last week. So unless they aired it at a different date. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that it features two matches. And I will tell you uh, those two only. Uh, Sanjay Dutt defeated Nate Webb. And then Team NWA, which is Chris Sabin. Elix Skipper, and Jerry Lynn, so yes, Chris Sabin is back, defeated Don Crisis, Gabe Roach, and Jared Steele. And if you listened to last week's episode, the Three Life crew defeating Chance Prophet, Ryan Boz, and Scotty Matthews matches listed on Cage Match, but that took place last week. So I'm just saying it happened last week. But there was 
two other matches that took place, uh, and they may be taped for future explosions. I didn't get a chance to kind of look forward, but even if they were, I tell you anyways. So after the Team NWA match, Chase Stevens and Andy Douglas, the Naturals, defeated Jeff Lewis and Eric Darkstorm, and Amazing Red defeated Sean Devari. Sean Devari, wow. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty interesting. But that that's it, Bob. It's time. Yeah, it's time to fucking get off the off ramp and. Uh, That's right, dude. Go to the cage. Uh, it's April twenty first, two thousand four. The runtime for this is an hour fifty four and fifty minutes, but for some reason mine will start at an hour fifty four at forty nine. Oh, okay. It does not want to start at the exact moment of the show. Whatever that means, I don't know. But if you want to watch along with us, head over to your Impact Plus app. If that even works for you. Hey, maybe at this point, Tony Khan has started a streaming service that has AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, Pro Wrestling Grill on it. Probably not. But hey, speak into it existence and maybe it will happen. Or maybe it's in your own personal collection. That might work as well. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that's when you want to follow along with us. Or sit back, relax. Or hey, you know what? If you're at work, like Jordan... Just zone out for the next two hours. Maybe you're grilling or whatever. Let the place just blow up. It's fine. Not a big deal. You're listening to the TNA Crossline podcast. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Jarrett, look at these two double angles of Jarrett yelling. I'm sick of everybody in this building. So we're gonna we're gonna see the entire flashback of this feud here in the opening of the show. I am sure of it. Is that new music? It sounds like someone's just hitting a can. Yeah, like. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like the beginning of the George Lopez uh, theme song. <laughs> well. It's pretty pretty good stuff here. Look at that Raven injured in the arm. This is last week. And that's right. I'm assuming that Chris Harris will be heading into that cage match injured. And look, he's choking a Russo dude. And then here's AJ Styles. Dressing all nice. Remember, everyone's dressing like superstars. Vince Russo's dressed nice. Styles is dressed nice. So Vince Russo going to shake Styles' hand. I don't trust you, Vince. Did he do it? Did he do it? No, Vince. Nope. No, Vince. Dramatic turnaround, Vince. That's right. Styles wanted to be in that match against Raven after Harris was injured, but you'll get in that match with Raven on one condition. Over my dead body, he said. Dead. Yeah. How do you like that? That's right. Three Life Crew was ready for war as well. Lots of stuff going on. Look at this three-way view of the handshake. They must have found somebody for that position. The editing position. Video editing that they were looking for. Oh, dude, that's a good point. Because we've already kind of seen some different looks here, huh? The, the, what is that camera angle? I've never seen that camera angle before. A really cool one. And then, yeah, he uh, he shook Sanjay Dutt's hand and then, yeah, gave him the shock treatment. Which still doesn't have a fucking name. Whoa, dude, this is 
Just put a warning on this. They definitely got some. And there's the seductive uh, Goldilocks, apparently. I love it when they throw the chair at the head and it stays on like that. I've seen that. Like, pounce! Hit the pounce on Sabu. <laughs> This was the, this was a pretty fun little extreme rules mash they did. Yeah, I thought it was a it was solid. I forgot this was the extreme rules one, and, and of course Cage Match listed it as false count anywhere, but they said it was an extreme rules match. Yeah, I've I've been noticing that Cage Match isn't necessarily the most accurate uh, source of. Yeah, they do a decent job, but then we catch stuff like that, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, like today I was looking up an ECW show and they were like, oh, this guy wrestled this guy. And I was like, that didn't happen. So I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it gets the job done for what we need. And I think it's no one's called us out yet. So I'll just, I think it's a win. Well, if they, if, even if they did, I would block them. Because I don't want to have that type of negativity. What about Sabu? Well, Sabu's always gone by Yeah, he always does. I guess that was kind of the hint of the fact that Raven's kind of being a dick and Sabu is like a face. Maybe that's kind of where that... I guess I didn't make that connection then, but... He's like, why Like, why is he going to help you? Well, he's my friend. Of course he's going to help me. Yeah, but like... And then he did. Right. So... Is Sabu a face, but his friend's a heel? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I kind of like that idea. If it, I feel like, like if it was someone besides Sabu, Sabu's not going to talk or, like, you're not going to be able to, like, no. tell a decent story with that. And here's our intro package, four minutes, 17 seconds in. <gasps> well, I, I, I just think that... Okay. So, like, in, like, this cancel culture thing, and I, I'm not going to talk about it, but there are people who will be friends with people who are bad. And then they're like, well, he's never been bad to me. So he's still my friend. Hey, there's so maybe So maybe Sabu's thinking, Raven has been mean to me, so he's still my friend. Hold on. Respond security. There's a Chris Vaughn sign in the crowd. Are you shitting me? Yeah, dude. It's probably held by Chris Vaughn. Fair play. Be a man. Is he even there anymore? I don't know who's there. Sabinsection.com. Oh, we're starting off with the alpha male mounted belt. It's with a lie. It's with a fucking lie, dude. And he's got a new video package. Yes, he does. Okay, Bob, we saw the crowd, though. How many people do you think are in attendance? 1,100. Nope. 1,300. Nope. 9.50. Nope. 1250. Damn it. Pretty damn close, though. So we went up again from last week because we got a fucking cage match. And I think, I mean, the card from what they announced, which was, I think, everything, right? Or most of it? Or is that no, last they, week? No, that was last week. We only okay. know the cage match this week. At least no. on air. I mean, on could air. they have told you stuff on Explosion? Yes. Could they have told you stuff on the website? Yes. I know for a while, the website, we used to go back to the Wayback Machine and uh, check that out, and it kind of stopped working for us. I might, Maybe I'll uh, try to sneak that in here again uh, in a couple weeks here. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. Abyss is his chain. That's the first time he's had that. Whoa. That's pretty cool. 
And look, it's around his neck and everything. I was going to say, it's right around his neck, yeah. That BDSM with the mystery French character. Oh, well, that makes sense. It actually, I bet you, it's got to be something along those lines, if that's really what's happened. Sabu. Shit, dude. Are we going to get Sabu and Raven against uh, Abyss and Mountie Brown? Oh. Yeah, it does seem like this is a tag match. They said their opponents... Oh, yeah. He did have Raven's back later in the night. Yeah, here's Raven's song. Okay. This is a fun tag match to open the show. Oh, thank God. Oh, his music's back. They remixed it, though. The beginning had the... It started off, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, no. Oh, oh it's God. switching back and forth? Oh. Okay, well, it stopped, and Raven did not come out, and Abyss and Monty Brown are uh, beating up Sabu. Okay, Tanae has just confirmed Taint Raven is at the asylum. He said he has Sabu's back, but where is he? So they're trying to really push the fact that Raven's a dickhead. Yeah, well, I mean, it probably doesn't take a lot of effort to, to make that believable. Uh, so I, just so I don't forget this week, I'm going to do some mini notes. Oh, I was going to remind you. Don't worry. I'm here. Don't worry. I'm back. I'm back, guys. I'm back. I had one off week, and I'm back. April 15th, Sabu wrestled AWWL heavyweight champion Balls Mahoney to a no contest in Grand Rapids, Michigan. On April 17th, Jerry Lynn defeated Sabu for 3PW at uh, The Future Is Now, and that was at the ECW Arena. Uh, I'm not sure if I've noted, or maybe you did, as Sabu just DDT'd Mountie Brown. Eddie Colon defeated Abyss by disqualification for WWC in Puerto Rico. Uh, that was on April 10th. And uh, that's all there is for this match. Mario Brown didn't do anything. Well, at least according to Cajun. This is getting beat up. And he's pounding on the mat like, where the hell's Raven? Nice double underhook release suplex by Mountie. For a two count. Oh, with tag style. This is on the apron, which is kind of a funny looking thing right now. Look at him just stand over there. Who? Abyss. On the apron. He's just standing there. Yeah, you, it's a tag team match. I know, but he looks so angry. Just let him in. Okay, he it's himself. Abyss. Of course he's mad. I know, Bob. Andrew Thomas is our referee. He's do, That means we're definitely getting a ref bump. <laughs> Probably. And yes, if you're wondering, Abyss's shirt is soaking wet. Well, of course it is, Bob. Come on, Sabu. Right hands by Abyss in the corner. He's going to send Sabu across the ring. Looking for a big splash, and he's going to hit it. I thought Sabu was going to move. And hey, uh, by the time this episode airs, Bob, I think it's uh, important to point out, if you are listening on Friday when this episode drops, which may or may not change in the future, I'm going to talk to Bob off air about that. If you're listening on Friday, or maybe it comes out on a different day, it's probably coming out on Friday, though. Uh, on Saturday, April 23rd, 2022, me and Bob go into Rebellion, Impact Wrestling's Rebellion. We will be there. And uh, if you're a fan of the show, 
look for us. Come say hi. Or just look for us on a pay-per-view. It's going to be pretty I, awesome. I am willing to bet that no one at that show is going to know. Well, I'll tell you what. If they do, I already know someone who's going. Who? Me? Uh, the, no, the Toro Yano fan account is going, and I'm a huge fan of his Twitter page. And I'm sure a lot of people listening also know who he is. The who? Toro Yano fan account. Oh, yeah, but does he know who you are? No, but I know who he is. Yeah, well, that isn't, so that means nothing. nobody knows who we are. You never know. I do know. You do not. For sure. I get, I get recognized more for Icopod than I do this. That's bad. Wow. That's bad. That's my baby, dude. Icopod's my baby. How dare you? Well, maybe, I don't know. What? What? What are you going to say? Maybe you need to nurse that baby a little bit more, Bob. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. You like that? Oh, Monty Brown laying in punches on Sabu. Cutting deep. I'm thinking about how good Rebellion's going to be. Sabu is like, aside from like a DDT to Monty Brown, he's done nothing. He's getting his butt kicked. No, which no I guess idea. he should in a handicap match. I guess that kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think Raven's going like to come out at the end of this? I was just, I was just going to ask that. Um, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to screw Sabu now, leading to a Sabu versus Raven match here in the asylum. The first I time could, ever. I could see Raven coming out and, like, getting the win to really piss off Sabu. That would have been actually – that'd be kind of funny. How do you I feel don't that, know. I don't know if I'd have Mountie or Abyss lose, though. Yeah. This is a weird match. I mean, this, they should have just made this a Monsters Ball match, you know? No. Couple months, couple months. That was a weird looking splash by Mountie. I know, Bob shits on the Monsters Ball, but everyone everyone knows they're awesome. Especially the first ones where they don't get fed and they're locked away. You know, and they're in the dark for 48 like hours, it. 24 hours or whatever. I like it, I don't give a fuck. And they come out, and there's like lasers on my eyes. Oh, fuck it. I like it. They're angry, they're ready to fight. That's too, that's too, that's too, uh... In the woods, I think. Oh, Sabu oh, hits a fist with a chair. That's a disqualification. Throws it at his head. Referee's discretion, Bob. Is it like I... that for is that is it like that for title matches or is it just a straight up disqualification? No, that's a good point. I'd say it's up to referee's discretion, but yeah. Well, if it, usually, it, remember, it only changes if the champion purposely disqualifies themselves. Oh, so, okay, so he has to purposely do it. That's why Dallas lost the titles, because he purposely hit him with, like, with a thing to essentially... Look at that triple jump moonsault. That was nice. On to Monty Brown. Sabu going for the cover, but he took a couple couple extra seconds there. Ooh, kick out at two. Doesn't help that Andrew Thomas uh, counts low. He's got a... He's hurt from all the bumps he takes. Does. It's almost a given every show that Andrew Thomas is going to fall down. I know. Hurricane Rana by Cebu. Um, oh. Whips a chair at Cebu's face. Another chair shot. Is he going to light drop the chair on him? E yep. Right on of the face. Of course he is. Come on. You knew it. You knew it. One, two, kick out by Abyss. Come 
Come on, Sabu. Oh, no. I thought I was going to black hole slam him. No. Nope. Period. I want to yell that much louder, but I'll get yelled at from downstairs if I do that. Um, As you should. Shocking. The torture rack, Bob. And he drops down. Not one finisher, but two. And that's a three count. Oh, I like how him. this is finisher. The shock treatment doesn't even have a name. Well, I think that's a secondary finisher, isn't it? Black Hole Slam. Number yeah, but one. you think it still should have a name. No, I agree with you. Definitely you Black think. Hole Slam. But I'm just pointing out because Don West noted Sabu got hit with two finishers. Look at Abyss and Monty Brown like facing off like they're about to fight each other now. This is a weird combo. Where's the uh, where's the sexual uh, controller Goldilocks? Uh, that's a really good question. Monty Brown is like, do you want to be do you want to be locked up? You want to go fight in the dark? Abyss and Monty Brown would be a weird duo, like a full time duo. It'd be kind of weird. Okay, okay, really? Are we waiting? Is someone Mr. Q or? Is someone coming out or people? Yeah, look, look at everyone standing up. It's got to be like Goldilocks. I'm going to say it's Goldilocks probably standing up there. Okay, this is. Oh. Oh. Oh, bring up Raven. Is that why Raven wasn't there? It's because Chris Harris beat him up, so he's got an excuse. Oh, shit. Hey, he's, wait, Chris Harris got cage match tonight. What are we doing, Chris? Oh, shit, dude. Oh, he's going to get beat up real bad? Uh-oh. Oh, no, what is that? Oh, no. Oh, what is he doing? Oh, my God. What Look is at that? him twist his arm on the yeah, on what part is he of doing? the bleacher. Oh. oh, that was nasty. Oh, he's about to fucking murder him. Oh, no. oh my God, Bob. Oh, no. Well, he... Oh, he, shit. He the chair correctly to protect him. He, uh, well, Raven's a pro. Uh, he just put... There's a chair set up. He put Chris Harris's arm on it and then smashed it with a chair. And here he goes. He's grabbing a fucking guardrail. His arm is also on a chair again. Oh, shit. He slammed the guardrail on his arm. Well, he slammed the bottom of it, but the bottom of it's elevated, so I don't really know if that... It's a good visual. I mean, it is. Top wrist lock. Look at that. Listen, you know what? If Chris Harris is the guy that attacked... Who's this? James Storm. He just hit Raven and he didn't break it. Now he got hit with a trash can. He breaks the lock. Now, remember, Bob, I feel like it was a couple weeks ago. I thought that Raven and Sabu were going to be doing this whole, like, program with the Naturals, and, like, that has not happened. Well, was that just because he, he like, attacked? Or they, what was Yeah, it? but I thought they were going to do, like, a little program with him. Look at Raven's in the ring with Sabu. There's Vince oh, Russo. Oh, there's Vince. I feel but like now. they just start and drop things all the time like it's what fine. amazing red and raven remember like last year amazing red had that huge moment and then nothing ever happened because he went to japan that was pretty fun Sabu and then pissed. he just walked over sabu sabu looked at him like what the fuck dude 
This does not look good. Vince Russo. Is that Chris Vaughn? I think it's Chris Vaughn. They're helping him. They're bringing him toward the ring, which we got to get him checked out. I feel like you'd go to the... Uh, Let's send it backstage. Something's going on. Let's not go to the... What the fuck? JB is in, in for Scott Hudson interviewing Frankie Kazarian, who just straightened his hair. Yeah, wasn't JB just doing ring announcing? He must have ran backstage during that. Talking about how he's beat half of uh, Team NWA here. And I'm wearing the X Division title. Do I look disappointed? No, I simply lost interest. He's lost interest in what? Being in Team, team NWA? I think that's kind of what he's hinting at. Best two out of three series of matches. Who is? Take the a tip from the king of, of hip. hip. The coolest person in the world. He is so cool. Oh, David Young. Oh, David Young has to talk to Scott Hudson, but he's not here today. Why does David Young have to talk to Scott Hudson? They do look alike. Maybe he's like, well, to change look. He's like, hey, since you're here, uh, what do you think about Glenn Gilberti? Do you think it has to do with that losing streak? No, no, it's something else. I'll be hitting home runs every night from here on out. David Young's tattoo is fucking awful, by the way. Did he, like, add to it onto his arm? He might have, but I hate that whole thing, the whole thing. I don't even know what is it supposed to be. Oh, he's not going to be uh, responsible for what happens to Shark Boy tonight. Is it, like, just tribal stuff on his arm? Yeah, yeah, it just... It was, you know, there's the time, though. See, it's I mean, coming it still out is here. the time. People still do that. Not as, think, not as much. I think, I'm gonna get a, I think I'm gonna get a tattoo. A tribal tattoo? No. A Macho Man Randy Savage tattoo. You won't do it, yellow puss. I think I'm gonna do it on my calf. Do it. Here comes David Young. Yeah. If you're following along, we're 20 minutes, 38 seconds in. Or, if you're like me, that means there's an hour, 34 minutes, and 7 seconds left. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get a Macho Man on my right calf with his hand out and Hulk Hogan on my left calf with his hand out. And then when my legs go together, the mega powers unite. Wow. I think if I did that, Sarah would break up with me in like 30. I bet, I bet you she wouldn't give a shit, to be honest with you. She probably wouldn't. Sarah doesn't give a shit about much. That's true. But Bob pretends that Sarah does. Like, if I'm like, Bob, we, we could record a different day this week. He's like, ah, oh, I don't know, man. Sarah. Which is bullshit. <laughs> it's just like Austin used to try to pull that shit. Oh, me and Katie. And then when they were in town, Katie was like, wait, you're going to stop recording? Like, like oh, Pat, I, I want my Mondays. And he pretends yeah. that he can't record whatever because Katie. Y'all bullshit. Yeah. Kaylee don't give a fuck what I do. Generally, sometimes she's like, oh, we should do this. And um, then I have no, to put up a fight. We, I get yelled at and put right. down. Well, like when we when we record these shows as uh, shark boy has a wait. hand lock. Drives this me. is ambulance. an ambulance. Who's that for? Sabu? Oh, wait, probably Chris Harris. No, Chris Harris. When we record these shows, which we do two times a week inside, inside baseball, inside uh, baseball, the uh, 
Sarah's uh, not here, whether it be at work or is she's well, a- now she's not. It works out pretty good now. Talking about the, oh yeah, talking about the struggles that Harris has for the road to the cage. It's not working out for him. It's the okay. We've been waiting for. It. We've been begging for it. Chris Harris and Jeff Jarrett. I thought that the ambulance was for the people in the audience having to watch a David Young match. Well, might be onto something there. Mike Posey, the referee. Sharp boy with a roll up. Can you get him one, two? No. Speaking of, speaking of recording, I'm going to say this now before I forget, but we better text our buddy to remind him that Michael Pod returns tomorrow. Oh, shit, yeah. Because he ain't going to remember. Yeah, no way. Love you, Austin. Hey, if you guys haven't checked out Icopod, me, Bob, and our, our buddy Austin Skinner watch WWF from currently 1996. Yeah, and uh, is it enjoyable? No, but no, actions are enjoyable. Our discussions are. I'd rather watch David Young and Sharpboy versus any match that we have watched in my two years almost of Icopod. Are you serious? I don't know, man. It's. I think maybe. Oh. <laughs> Press slam by David Young. I can't believe no way. There's got to be one match that's been better than a David Young match in TNA. I'm sure there's like one. Wow. There's been a couple good women's matches. That's true. Bull Nakano and Alundra Blaze have had some good ones. And then there was like the Survivor Series one, which was like a banger. Yeah. Look at this. Off the middle rope, Sharkboy gets thrown from the top. That was kind of nice. I like the way it looked. Sharkboy falls to the floor. Poor Sharkboy. I wish they'd just bring back New Jack and they could be a tag team again. But, Bob, we can't have what we want all the time. New Jack was, uh, he was an entertaining character. Yeah. Hey, kind of speak, this is, I mean, I didn't. I didn't even mean for this transition to happen, but this is probably a good time to talk about it because it sort of relates to something New Jack did. That UK wrestling channel that we've talked about a lot, well, it's moving to channel 427 on May 18th. Now, there's some interesting notes to go along with this. So the channel uh, advertises during Raw, SmackDown, and Velocity shows a lot using high-flying clips from TNA and Ring of Honor. They They have already been a pair of complaints lodged against the station, from when it did its test programming on Friendly TV in December. As we're up in the top area here, Sharkboy knocks David Young down. He's climbing to the top rope. Let's see what he does quick, and then I'll continue. Goes for a splash, David Young moves. Uh, the, first was, uh, the first complaint was against TNA, saying that the show is too violent for an afternoon time slot due to a scene where a wrestler was choking another over the top rope and hanging them with a chain. Another noted the TNA announcers encourage viewers to go by the company's Go to the company's website and buy merchandise, uh, which is a no-no in the UK, as David Young just got pinned by Sharkboy. Uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that TNA is too violent. I, the match was so quick, I didn't even get to the indie notes. But I have it up, so I was going to do it, so I didn't forget. Okay. You have more, you have more on your... Well, just one more quick sentence about that. Um, the... The final governmental ruling, because of the program code specifically states portrayal or dangerous or harmful behavior that can easily be uh, intimidated by children, imitated, excuse me, uh, should be avoided before 9 p.m. 
that TNA showing the hanging at 9.30 a.m. during a period where school was out of session violated the code. Uh, and I thought that the, I thought I read that this also kind of was talking about people getting thrown off the balcony, which is why I mentioned New Jack. But oh, OK, um, say your indie news as uh, three life crews coming out in uh, army camouflage. They're ready for a war. <clears throat> uh, just a couple of interesting things here. We haven't seen Sharpoy since uh, February 18th when he was part of a losing squad against Team NWA. But since that time. Uh, on February 27th, he defeated Nigel McGinnis in a last man standing match for BPW in Middletown, Ohio. On March 13th, he defeated Chad Collier by disqualification for EWF in Marion, Indiana. That match apparently went 22 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, on April 16th, uh, Nigel McGinnis defeated Dean Baldwin, who is also known as Sharpay, wow. in a no disqualification match. And uh, on April 16th, Sharpboy won the BPW heavyweight title when he defeated Dean Jablonski in Middletown, Ohio. And then there's actually one thing for David Young is Conan's cutting a promo. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm but trying to hear some of it. Melchai Adrian defeated David Young on April 16th for PWE in Athens, Georgia. Uh, Conan is basically saying whatever happened to like earning an opportunity. So they basically are like, we're getting fooked for about talent and all that. So not kissing ass. That's pretty much what I got out of that. And now BG James is talking. So I also don't care. He and he, everybody wants Ron Killings to be champion again. That's what he's saying too. I like that he's wearing. It appears to be like a cut up, like, t- actually, I bet you it's the sleeves to his fucking shirt on his head and it's tied at the end. Dude, that's what it is. He put his sleeves onto his. Look at his head. That's definitely his arm sleeve tied at the end that he oh, covered from his shirt. Oh, definitely is. I like how it looks. I think it's really funny. Son McTan Superman. What? Killings has been shred. Killings has been shredded like forever. Like he looks like a star. I think. Uh, he's always been shredded. Yeah, I feel like he's always looked like he's always in wicked good shape. Yeah. And then you got BG James, who I don't know if he ever has been. I Conan, you know what Conan doesn't even look bad right now. Honestly, I mean he's wearing a shirt, so I can't see everything, but. What? They're recapping everything we already know, which is kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, we already saw a video about this, BG. Okay, he's calling out Raven. <coughs> Pushing aside kitty cat Chris Harris. And you think that you're stepping into his place. Oh, not while the three life crew stands strong, so... I hope, I hope we get a rematch from WWA. BG James, Jeff Jarrett, Steel Cage, do it. And to be a world title. Are they so, assuming that Chris Harris isn't going to be able to wrestle and now everybody's going to petition to get into the match? Yeah, so they're saying that they want Killings to be into that match. Because Vince Rizzo, you know, he's got to make it right with him. Saying that he's going to be the new NWA world champion. Hmm. Killings talks here. Vince Russo. I'll sum it up like this. You want the truth? Do you really want the truth? 
You can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. Can I get an amen? Amen. Oh, crowd popped big for him. And they they were really excited that 3 Life Crew came out here. And I'll tell you what right now, Bob. I like this more serious, like, 3 Life Crew. Oh, yeah, dude. Not this, is, this, this is awesome. Okay, we're back outside the arena. Is that uh, Hermie Sadler? No. Uh, Chris Harris's shoulder is separated. Do me one favor, he says to Vince Russo. Put Storm in the match. He wants James Storm in the cage match. Oh, fuck. Vince Russo shake kind of like walks. He's no. like, uh, He's like he no. walks away. No. Wait, so Chris Harris is out. It looks like Chris Harris is officially oh. out of the cage match. What the fuck? Yeah. That ain't good. Oh, here comes Glenn Gilberti. Fucking build up all this bullshit. And then... Glenn Gilberti, no, Johnny Swinger, and Trinity. Look at this dude. I'm telling you, the move. You like the this... little head bob? Hip, no, hip, it, hip, you hip. can't see my hips right now, but I'm doing the hips. Hip. Dude, I think it's so funny. I love it. Look at like, like Trinity's kind of doing her own version too. She's just kind of dancing. She didn't I care. don't know what the hell she was just doing. She was just, just whipping her hair back and forth. She's really into it. <laughs> so, the swinger's great. Oh, so I hear Sunny Siaki. So I'm assuming Sunny Siaki and Simon Diamond here. It is. Who? Huh. Who? Uh, there is no indie notes for this match. Or this, uh, yeah. Let me double check Sonny Siaki, but I'm pretty sure. Simon Ooh. has a problem. Huh. Who? Huh. Yeah, there's nothing there. And I don't even think Gilberti has done anything either. Usually, if anybody does anything, it's Simon Diamond. And if he doesn't do nothing, then there's likely nobody else doing anything. Hey, since we just saw Ron Killings, I, I forgot to point this out. I do have a, a brief note about him. Uh, and it's about WWE red flagging another match this past week. Last week we did, I believe it was last week, we talked about them kind of canceling a a match between uh, who we know as Carlito and Abyss, I, I think it was. Oh, in a different promotion. You're talking in a different about. promotion, yes. So they, they did it again. Uh, the Cyberspace Wrestling Federation in Wayne, New Jersey, had scheduled a match where Ron Killings would defend the group's title against Al Snow on April 24th. When WWE officials found out, they immediately had it next. Snow is still working the show, but WWE would not allow him to face a TNA wrestler. For whatever it's worth, the booking plan was for Killings to go over. Isn't Al Snow just like a commentator at this point? Uh, he's probably not. Yeah, I don't think he's actively on the roster, but contracted wrestler. They don't give a shit. They did not want them fighting a TNA guy. This is ridiculous. You you have, okay, NWA Cyberspace, number one. I don't think they've ever had a crowd of more than 200 people. So you're telling me that WWE is like, listen here, pals. Uh, Ron Killings is, uh, Ron Killings, a former WWE wrestler, by the way, isn't going to be allowed to wrestle Al Snow in front of 200 people in Wayne, New Jersey for a show that probably isn't even recorded. Yeah. And I think the interesting part of this, as Sonny Siaki and Glenn Gilberti are starting us off and they're not doing anything yet, um, I think it's interesting because, and, and Dave's noted it before as well, that 
they're, they're, you know, obviously TNA is, I would say, competition enough that if they don't want that to happen, I think that's pretty interesting. I don't know, man. I, I don't think I would put up a stink about a show in front of probably 120. Well, they are, man. <laughs> that's weird. Because I re- I've remembered uh, in the past, the Siaki just did a leaping heel kick to Gilberti. That like Raven didn't like Raven beat Al Snow before, so like what's the right? What's the difference there? Are they suggesting that Ryan Cummings maybe isn't big enough guy to beat a WWE wrestler? I don't know. Oh, is that a stunner by Siaki? One, two, Gilberti gets pulled out by Swinger. Just checking on him. Come on, Glenn. Come on. Trinity's like, come on, Glenn. Oh, Diamond. What is Diamond doing? Was Swinger tagged in? Uh, mate, was he? I don't know. Lucha rules, dude. They go over the out, out to the outside, and there's someone else's legal when they get in the ring. Maybe. I mean, Gilbert, he was pulled before, so maybe that was considered a tag. Oh, turn oh, swinger inside oh. out with that right hand. A devastating punch. Now, kind of knowing, so we talked about it last week, Simon Diamond told us on Twitter that they were kind of pushing for a, a big baby face push for him. Right. Do you feel like that's still a possibility? Watching right now with what we are seeing, is this still in process, or do you think it's already cooled off by here? Uh, I'm going to say it's cooled off. I kind of think it is, too. The idea is cooled off. I mean, I think when they introduced Siaki into it for a tag feud, that was probably a sign of, like, maybe they don't have a direction for it. Yeah, I kind of feel like that, too. I feel like after last week, I mean, obviously, there was a little bit of messiness going on in the, the finish of the match, but I feel like him beating Swinger again... Or maybe he didn't, you know what I mean. They fought yeah. again, I should say. Uh, maybe that should have been the end of that for now, but and then they could have done some more to elevate him. But yeah, I kind of I feel the same. We're fighting around the outside of the ring here, throwing against guardrails. Siaki has set up their ring steps. He looks like he's about to launch himself off of it. I'm assuming. Simon Diamond whips Glenn Goberti. Siaki with a leaping clothesline off the steps. Siaki doing like a Hardy Boys impersonation there. Bob has this thing. His favorite tag teams are two singles wrestlers in tag teams. I, you know, I fucking hate that. Although I guess Swinger, I mean, Diamond, you could argue is is kind of a tag team wrestler, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, right now he's a singles guy. and he's Right, teaming right now he's singles. Guys, Siaki. That's my pet peeve is when there's two guys teaming together. I think I think my problem is when two guys are teaming together and they don't have a tag team name. So when you have like Mounty Brown and Abyss, which they're but, trying to say they're a tag team. But they're not actually a tag team. They're not actually a tag team. They don't even have a name. Like, if Diamond and Siaki were to have a team name, then okay. They're a tag team. And I guess you could even say Diamond and Swinger don't have, didn't have a tag team name. But they had been teaming for like four years. So they become a tag team. We got a replay of Siaki and Diamond super kicking Swinger out of a chair at the announce, by the announcer's table. 
Which Down West thought was hilarious. British whip. Look at that. Double hip toss. Diamond for the cover. That's, it was a pretty much a one count. Because, like, what? Swinger and Gilberti, they, their team name, or at least their stables, like the New York Connection, right? We've heard that. Yeah, they've mentioned that before. So that's like a that's like a team. But Diamond and Siaki are probably just teaming together because there's nothing else for them to do. So it's I kind of kind of crazy, but yeah. I also hate when two guys feuding together win the tag team titles, which we've seen a few times already in the existence of TNA. Right. Can they get along? Well, I don't know. Probably not, because they hate each other. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. How long could these guys be champions for like a year? And it's like they can't even be champions for 45 minutes. Like AJ and Abyss didn't even make it a week before they vacated the titles because they couldn't get along. Yeah. I can hate that. Like in 2002, Jerry Lynn and, and AJ arguing all the time. So they like lost the titles or whatever. Or that became another tournament because it's like. Nah. I wonder how many more times we'll see that in TNA history. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anything is possible. Oh, look at that elbow to Simon Diamond by Glenn Gilberti. Getting hurt, dude. They cut the ring in half. They got him over on their side. He tags in Swinger. Diamond tries to fight, but nope, not working. Siaki trying to hop out, but it turns out he's just making it worse. Yes, what's going to happen with the cage match, Bob? They've said in commentary that Chris Harris has left via ambulance to the hospital. All right, so then <laughs> what are the options so far? We have James Storm, which Chris Harris has said, come on, Vince, Vince, do me one thing. Put James Storm in the match for me, which is ludicrous. Uh, I mean, the, what, why? He hasn't done anything to earn it. He, he just lost to Jeff Jarrett like a week ago. Right. Ron Kellings. Yep. Who I don't even remember the last time he had a singles match. Probably that. Uh, well, that was a singles match. So, yeah. Raven. It and Raven. I think Raven is kind of trying to force his way in, right? He's been wanting this match against Jarrett. And so, yeah, he, he hasn't quite said it, but it's very, very clear that well, Raven wants yeah. it. And, and he did say when he was rejected that, you know, Russo would know. Like, Russo would... Uh, like see him or whatever when he attacked all three guys or whatever a couple weeks ago. Right. So that's continued on here. And then we can't forget about AJ. We haven't, I don't think he's been on the show yet. Nope. He's not been on today's show yet. AJ could be a, a promo just waiting to happen where he's like, put me in the match. Or is it one of the return? Well, who are the returning guys? Maybe it's one of those guys. Um, You're going to have to wait for that, Bob. Siaki going after Swinger. Why, you want to know? Oh, wait, is it Buff Bagwell? Hold on, I'll tell you. You know, you're, you're on me. I was going to wait a little bit longer, but we're already 41 minutes and 51 seconds into the show. So, I'll tell you. Uh, the two people are Vampiro and Hoovy. Oh, my God. Trying to get back in. Vampiro may not have directly approached the company yet, but was willing to apologize for the interview that he did burying the company. Uh, And Guerrera has repeatedly called Jeff Jarrett looking to get back in, claiming that he himself 
went to the expense of getting his paperwork done. Jarrett isn't interested in using him because of Gura's out-of-the-ring behavior. Plus, they probably would feel using him on the X-team would be going against the wishes of Antonio Pena. That's funny. Swinging neckbreaker uh, just a few moments ago by Siaki. Now he does the same. He's going to go to the top rope. I don't know if Siaki ever went to the top rope when he was X-Division champion. Wait, Trinity's there. Oh! Well, he was already falling off before she even shoved him. So It made him lose his footing, though. Yeah, well, it certainly didn't help. Double arm DDT by Swinger. One, two, and he pins Sonny Siaki. Wow. Pretty interesting. Oh, they're saying get he, Swinger says get him up. That's funny. I mean, Hoovy and uh who I would like Hoovy and Vampiro back, but I understand why they uh Who's that? That's desire. Oh, my God. Desire is back, and she just saved Sunny Siaki. Holy shit. Ten months? She broke her back, if you guys remember, ten yeah. months ago. Look, at, and there's a sign in the front row, TNA needs Desire. That's awesome. Is that a plant, or is that real? Well, it's probably a plant, but she spears to me. Now, now, this is reminding us that Desire is not a good wrestler, but... Uh, right. But kind of a fun return, though, especially with the Siaki connection. I like that. Every man's desire. Well, that just means that next week we're going to get a six-person intergendered uh, tag match. Just to extend the feud even longer. Why not? Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. I kind of forgot about desire. I did, so that was fun. Look, she's like, oh, Siaki, yeah. You remember me? Funny. He's like, wait, didn't you break your back? She's like, yeah. I'm back. We lived together, though, remember? So, like. Oh, they hug. Well, it's funny because she left as a heel, and obviously he was at the time. And now he's kind of turned face, and now she returns, gets a big, nice pop. Yeah. Backstage with Director of Authority, Vince Russo. I'm assuming this is where Styles will walk in. No. Sorry about your nah. damn luck, James. You ain't going. He says, I want to respect Chris's wishes, but I don't know if James is the right guy. Right. Maybe you have some suggestions, JB? Hulk Hogan. How about me, Vance? Oh, it is Android. I know it was a huge decision. Why do you say decision weird? Look, I'm ready to go. He's already in his white gear, dude. Big pay-per-view cage no. match. No, am I, if I'm Vince, I'd be like, no, AJ, you don't like me. I know what it's like. I'm telling you, Bob, people wear big, they wear white on the big matches, and he's wearing all white. That's true. Don't do it. Yep. Look, he's exactly what Bob just said. Exactly. Vince Russo is saying... I've been trying to track you down. Apologize. Look at JB's face. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 
I like AJ being kind of smug about it. Like, yeah. Oh, now Russo's saying you should have thought about that six weeks ago. Wow. Hmm. Pretty interesting, Bob. I don't know what's going to happen, man. Now, I think this is a, a good time to bring up. Remember, you ordered a pay-per-view. You thought it was Chris Harris, Jeff Jarrett, and the main event of cage match. Bob, are you upset? Almost an hour into the show, and you're not getting your match that you probably bought it for. Are you okay with the idea of someone else? That's being... a really good question. Um, am I answering this like as if it's 2004? I would say like, yes. Let, let's like, answer like, like, like I'm that fifth, first. Like I'm like I'm 15. Yeah, you ordered the show. You were like, "Hey, Dad." It's not a cent, but can I get it for nine ninety five? I know I did it once and I, I got in trouble for it, but can you order this one for me? Uh, I'm going to say, because at this time, I, I like Chris Harris a lot. And I was like sold on it. I was like, this could be good. So I'm going to say that I would be upset. Yeah. I mean. And I don't you- know who... I don't know who getting into the match would make me not upset. Like it would change my tune. I'm th- I'm gonna go with my gut and say that if Raven were to get the shot, I'd be fine with it. I'd be you know I wouldn't be as upset. I think it's the smart move to be honest because of the history. Uh, but but here's the thing: if they did that. And they didn't pull the trigger again yeah, on Raven. Yeah, yeah. Dude, don't do it if you ain't going to pull the trigger. Yeah, Raven no. better not get one single heavyweight title shot unless he's winning that fucking belt yeah. again. I he agree. With, I win. agree with that. I totally agree with that. So it appears we are getting a Michael Shane Christopher Daniels match coming up. Michael Shane is coming out now, and Daniels just had a promo, so it's just making educated guess. Company by the new franchise. And you know what? I would... Oh, it looks like the, these guys are made up, at least. Shane Douglas seems like as if he's... Oh, yeah, for now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, as I was going to say, I think I'm only upset about... I would be upset about AJ Styles if he were to get the shot because AJ Styles has, for the most part, been made to look like a complete jabroni. <laughs> I guess especially against Jared, dude. Right, so that's why I'd be a little, uh, probably you know, annoyed with that. Let me see if Daniels. Any, uh, notes for these fellas? Uh, Michael Shane, who hasn't actually wrestled for TNA in almost a month. Last time he was on was on March 31st in the ring. So on April 9th, Michael Shane won a three-way dance against Adam Flash and Nate Webb for IWA Mid-South at April Blood Showers 2004 in Olytic, Indiana. And then the next day uh, on April 10th, Austin Aries defeated Michael Shane at simply the best five in Highland, Indiana for IWA Mid-South. So that's what he's been up to. And let's see what uh, Christopher Daniels has been up to. For some reason, I don't. Click on the pages before I start looking. So that's good. Shane Douglas had the announce table. Looking uh, like he's going on a v- beach vacation. Yeah, what is it? Is it going on like a cruise or something? Yeah. 
Uh, Christopher Daniels defeated B-Boy on April 17th for PWG at the Musical. And that was in Santa Ana, California. And you know what? Since Shane Douglas is on commentary, let's see what Shane Douglas has been up to. Yeah, why not? Uh, it does sound like, Bob, whoever wins this is going to be on the uh, the end of Team NWA. Is that what I'm getting from this? They just said the stakes I, are very high, I heard on commentary. so uh, Shane Douglas has not been up to anything. Okay. Since the last time he was. At least according, again, to Cage. Nice fast start here. Daniel slaps Michael Shane in the face, ducks the clothesline. Oh, nice heel kick. One, two, kick out by Michael Shane. And who knows what's next for the franchise? <laughs> That's uh, Shane Douglas <laughs> on commentary. <laughs> Cut the fucking music. Oh, oh, shit. Daniels is backdrop Michael Shane over the top rope like he was Shawn Michaels. I, f- I think that anytime Shane Douglas cuts a promo, his first words should just be, cut the fucking music. And it's like, Shane, there's no fucking music. You're backstage. No, no matter what, yeah. Yeah. Did you know my cousin Shawn Michaels will never live up to the Michael Shane? <laughs> He's going to yeah. be the cousin of Michael Shane soon. Shawn's just a degenerate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, spinning neckbreaker. Swinging neckbreaker. He spun. He swung. It's not spinning. You're swinging. He also spun. So I'm saying it's both. I think it's a swinging neckbreaker. Well, it's an axe kick too, but you know. Okay, you know. Michael Shane off the rope. Oh, it gets tossed to the floor again. Daniel's gonna go for a high risk maneuver. Oh, no, he's just walking to the apron. And drops an axe handle. Or a forearm. I don't even know if it's an axe handle. Well, what's really the difference? Uh, double is axe handle, or he just dropped like a... So a single axe handle. I guess. Bob's trying to get too technical on me. Listen, Bob Bob thinks that he's he's better at all this stuff than I am, but... Man, I'm the professor. Short on clothesline. You're the Don West. You're not a wrestling fan. You're just there to be energetic. Okay, honestly, that's a really big compliment, so I will accept it. You're welcome. I'm the Don West. I like Don West. I'm the Don West of our team. I'm totally fine with that. Speaking of uh, Don West and Mike Tanay, mostly Mike Tanay. In fact, it it barely has to do with Mike Tanay. He's just listed in the note. But um, this is kind of random, but... Uh, there hasn't been any contact between Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan since uh, they talked about it apparently a few weeks ago in The Observer. Now, what? why the fuck does this have to do with TNA? Well, Heenan, who is apparently best friends with Mike Tanay, uh, who's, you know, at TNA, has floated the idea of working there for probably a year, but nothing has happened. TNA at one point, and Dave says he believes that this was when Russo was in power, called him for a show, but he had a prior commitment, and there was some reason that he couldn't be there. And they just never called him again. 
Uh, Dave notes that he, I do know Heenan over the last week or two on his own came up with the idea of going in and making Johnny Fair play his apprentice since TNA has a commitment to Fair Play and has no idea what to do with him. Fair Play himself is frustrated since they haven't even brought him in in a few weeks. Oh, Tracy using her cast to punch Daniels right in the midsection on the floor. Um, Heenan is having Fair Play as an apprentice. I don't even. I don't know. Kind of a weird idea. I don't know what what is he apprenticing for. Yeah, to be like a manager. I don't know. Could be. And then Heenan was. Ta- they were saying he was talking to Vince. Well, like I don't know. Well, because he hasn't been, but I don't know what that yeah. relates to. Because you know we don't cover WWE <laughs> news on here. Well, I think Heenan was inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Okay, that makes sense okay. then. So that would maybe explain that. Michael Shane cheating with an abdominal stretch, getting extra leverage from Tracy, but Daniels didn't get up. Well, look, Tracy pulling the arm of Michael Shane, giving him extra leverage. Oh, she, Mike Posey kicked off her arm, even though he was staring right at her when she was doing it. Right. Well, they switch. Daniels, oh, grabs Tracy's hair. I wonder how long she's going to have that cast on because she she was fine, right? They said that. She, yeah, so it's definitely a gimmick. Also, the cast is looking like it got smaller. Like I barely noticed that it's a cast now. Oh yeah, it might have been yeah. Slingshot cross body to the floor by Michael Sheen. Did I? I feel like I might have said this, but uh, did you know that Michael Shane wrestled in ECW? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, he actually did. Really? Like yeah, a bunch or just like a couple? A couple of spots, like house shows. I think he's actually on the last ECW show, the house show. Really? Yeah. No, I did not know that. I'm, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised because it's kind of like like Styles wrestling in WCW, which is like so weird to think about. Right. I just wonder how he would have gone even noticed in ECW. Yeah. Or by ECW, I mean. That lady plays suplex. Who does this guy think he is? Shane Douglas? One, two, Daniels kicks out of. I mean, it's got to be kind of toward, even like the, like I said, WCW, I feel like toward the end of, and maybe it's similar for both companies, that they're looking at these younger stars trying to get other people in. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I, and you then, know, and I think if a guy like Michael Shane, and nothing against Michael Shane, but if Michael Shane can get a spot in ECW, then I mean, obviously guys like CM Punk and, you know. Yeah, so if it, like, if it kept anybody, going. Right. Anybody in like Ring of Honor that started off, would probably have, most of them probably would have gotten a spot in ECW at some point. Like Homicide, like, give me a break. He would have been perfect for ECW. Oh. Wow. Double face buster, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. Or did or did Daniels face buster Shane and he just fell down? I don't know. I think that was more what it is, but they're both down, so. No, look, yeah, he's saying that Daniels pulled his hair. So I guess really, it, it was D- Daniels. Oh, 
close line. I feel like this match started off a lot better than it. It's kind of kept going. I feel like they keep you doing like weird stops. There's some good good moves going on though. I don't. It's hate, like hate a it, it's like start and stop. You get a pretty good flow to it, and you stop. Blue Thunder Driver. Kick out. Oh man. I believe we are under an hour left of the show. We're at 58 minutes, 39 seconds. Which is 56 minutes and 6 seconds left in the show. Michael Shane climbing to the top row very slowly. But Daniel stops him with a palm strike. Oh, off the top, dropped, crotched onto the top rope. Douglas has left the table. He's trying to cheer on Michael Shane. I can see where this is going already. He's going to super kick him. He's going to super kick Shane, Shane Douglas. He's going to tell him, shut up, dude. You're annoying. Come on, Michael Shane. Oh, yeah, he's su- he's going to do something to piss him off. Well, he shut him out of the way. Oh, Daniels with took- a moonsault. He took the bullet for Michael Shane. Daniels trips over Shane Douglas. Oh, shit. Shane oh, Douglas got no. shoved Don't do by that. Michael Shane. Oh, my God. Shoved, dude. dude. Shane Douglas is going to freaking murder him now. Oh, no. You don't do that. Oh, see, I love how he's got to show the chain. Like, oh, I got it. I'm my fucking bitch. And he, wraps, he whips it to wrap around yeah. his hand. You can't do anything discreetly. He's just like, fuck it. I'm going to kill you with it. Dude, it is kind of funny because he literally always does it. Every time. Yeah, like, now he's hiding it. But, dude, you already showed it to us. We know it's on your fist. I suppose he's going to get knocked down. No, he's not. Slam no, I feel like it. one of them's just going to get kind of shoved into the. Yeah. The BME. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Oh, two count. Oh, I thought he got him. Yeah, her Who's cast is definitely. Right? I thought so it, too. It almost doesn't even look like, like a cast at this point. It's like a soft cast. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a ace bandage now. She it's like it's healing up. She doesn't really need it. An ace bandage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet. Lane and punches Daniels in the corner. Whips him. Oh, reverses it. Michael Shane gets chest first into the turnbuckle. Oh, oh nice. Beautiful shoot. super kick on Daniels. But he's not covering him quick enough. But Shane Douglas, one, two, three, cover him. Even though he's got the chain in his hand, ready to knock him out. Just do it, pit him right now, do it. Come on, go, go. It's kind of interesting because Tracy's on one side of the ring and Douglas is on the other. Yeah. For sure. I like how he... Nope. Reversal. Daniels tosses him over. I like how Shane put the, the chain on his fist and it's been like 
three minutes and he hasn't used it yet. Well, they kind of want you to forget about it. Kick out. Take it home, Michael Jade. Beat him. Oh, oh, reverse DDT. Wait, Douglas is up on the, the apron. Oh, he hit Daniels in the uh, head of the chain. No, is he going to pin Daniels off that? Come on, Posey. Or is Michael Shane... Take him. Do it. Michael Shane's looking at him. No. Wait, he wants to beat him with a super kick. He just slapped his leg. He doesn't want to beat him with... Shane Douglas's chain hit. I want to do Look, it on my own. Is Michael Shane turning babyface on us or what? Yeah. No. Not doing it your way, doing it my way. Okay. Oh, look, he's he's tuning up the band. Oh, it gets countered. STO. Oh shit, he beat him with an STO. Wow. That's uh wow. Shane Douglas is pissed. Daniels looks to be officially joining Team NWA. Sure looks it. Yep, and here they come, dude. We got Jerry Lynn, Elix Skipper, and Chris Sabin. Wait, so now Elix Skipper isn't bitter about the Loki thing? I guess not. He hugged. Wait, so Sanjay, is Sanjay Duck kicked is off? Is Sanjay or? kicked out? I thought Sabin was out. Sabin's back now. <laughs> what the fuck? What happened to Sanjay? I don't know, dude. That's weird. Hmm. Michael Shane, damn it. I should have just done it. I should have just used the chain that Shane does, and then I would have I pinned him one, two, three, but I'm an idiot. I thought that was Jeff Hardy for a second, and it's Tracy. Without seeing her face in the t-shirt, I thought that was Jeff Hardy. Look at that. That's Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it's definitely Jeff Hardy. Why? Come on, Michael Sheen. I was trying to cheat for you, and you didn't do it. What is wrong with you? Listen. Listen to me. I'm Shane Doug. I'm a former ECW world champion. But now he's telling Tracy to shut up. They've been a, a group for like two months, and they're already falling apart. Michael Shane looks like he's just walking off. Nope. Oh, he slaps the hand wave of Douglas. Let's stick with this if we can. We're scheduled for an interview, but we want to see what's happening here in the ring. Douglas is not. Uh-oh. Douglas seemed like he's backing off. He's not being aggressive. No, nah, he's not, which is Shane is. Michael Shane is. Uh-oh. Tracy's like, stop. Oh, shit. Oh, is fucking Shane Douglas turning babyface tonight or what? I don't know what's going on. Anymore. Dude, this is I'm weird. Sure. Just have a match. Blow it off, guys. You made me lose this. I wanted to win with the super kick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he slapped Shane. Oh, no, man. 
Shane Douglas is going to get fucking Father James Mitchell again. And be like, yo, are you ready to... He fucking tried to slam his shirt down, and it slipped out of his hand and fell behind him. I love it. You look, he gave Trissy his watch. Well, he's got to get the chain out of his pocket, right? He's taking his belt off. He's going to whip... He's going to whip him. He's either stripping or he's going to whip him with it. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. He's whipping him with the belt. Michael Shane was like, please don't do it. <laughs> now he's feeding him up with the belt. What? Oh my god. What the fuck? This is out of control. This is weird. Like, this is like a discipline thing. Oh, now he's just gonna go right for the fist. He's punching. It's over. These guys have definitely broken up. See, I thought Michael Shane was going babyface, but then he shoved Tracy down. So now I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Maybe this is just two heels, like, breaking up. Which would be weird. I don't see myself being able to cheer for Shane Douglas. Look at this punches. Boom, just boom, boom, right boom. Down. Those look like punches. Like, I'm about to bust you open hard way. Oh, I, dude, yeah. Like I feel like you could see, like, the knuckle protruding out and just, like, digging into his forehead. What is she doing? Tracy's grabbing the belt now. What the like, fuck What is should she, she do? Is she... <gasps> now she's getting involved. She's choking Shane Douglas. It's around his neck. They can't air this on that wrestling channel. I was just going to say, are they going to have another hanging? <laughs> just when there's a oh. oh, super dick. So Tracy must essentially be aligned with Michael Shane in this case. Even though she just got shoved down by every guy. Well, she understands. It was in uh, the heat of passion. Oh, they're whipping him with the belt. I am oh. so confused. Who I should be cheering for? I think at this point we're cheering Shane Douglas. Right? Yeah, it's definitely Shane Douglas, dude. Look, yeah, you don't. The heel ain't yeah, standing. The, the heel ain't down. Calls the heels. Yeah. Yep. So Shane Douglas is going to. Oh, the security here. Took a little too long, but that's not a surprise. It's TNA security. Okay, so it took for that for me to know. That whole segment was very confusing as to who the hell I should be supporting. Okay, we're backstage. JB with Vince Russo. He's stressing out. Heard from AJ. Heard Killings. Hand Harris. Wanting James Storm to be in. What the fuck is going to happen, Vince? We're under an hour into the show left. And we don't know who's fighting Jeff Jarrett in a cage. I know what's at stake, JB. You think I expected this tonight, huh? I need some time to come up with a decision. Oh, oh okay. Abyss wants to be in it, too. You have something you want to say? I do. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> She's Puerto Rican? Latina? Something like that. Oh, yeah, she's got a Puerto Rico flag on her. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's Goldilocks, guys. Right. Talking about Abyss being tormented his whole life. Oh, Vince Russo said oh. Halloween is over. 
Okay. Okay. That was bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that we're gonna creepy dark hair French lady, and instead we get like she's wearing a different wig, sunglasses, a bandana, and a Puerto Rican uh, flag shirt. She had a fake tattoo on her arm, I think, because I don't think that was a real tattoo. I don't think so either. Video package reminding us that the title, the tag team titles, changed hands last week by disqualification when (sighs) Dallas, also known as Big Man, Big Man, uses a nightstick to get himself disqualified. (sighs) Clearly, the uh, trailer park couldn't afford pay per view; otherwise, Dallas would have known the rules. Kick Cash promo in the video package. He's a mad KID. And he's Dallas is madder. Oh, he's going to start hurting people. Messing people up. I do not like the team of Apollo and Dilo. I'm sorry. You don't like it? It's just too, it's like, it's the same thing, dude. Two singles guys and they're champions. It just is weird to me. That's true. They don't have a team name. They don't have a team name. I guess technically Kid Gash and Dallas don't either, but they're related, so it's okay. But right, and then also Dallas debuted in the tag team. Or as a part of the alliance, so it's different. We're gonna get our titles back and be the greatest team of all time. Look at this, Bob. Tag team championship match. It looks like we're getting a rematch. I'm sure that that uh I'm sure D'Lo's going back to Japan any minute now, so they're probably going to take the belts off of him. Dude, that's bullshit. I'm telling you. He goes to all Japan all the time. Cash and Dallas, one-week wonders. Disqualification rule confuses newcomers. (laughs) Yeah, so there you go. They're literally, yeah, that's what they're doing. That's Fuck. New champions agree to rematch. How nice of them. That is priceless. Uh, so the new guy that came in here, he didn't know the rules, and uh, he lost the tag belts. <laughs> that's the, that's the angle. Cash. Kid. Wow. Kid. Here he is, dude. Kid Cash and the big man, Dallas. Who's now on his, the front of Dale's shirt is what his uh, tram stamp tamp to is. And I'll be honest, I have no fucking oh, idea. Oh, man, it does. Quick and painful. What's It says something. Something quick and painful. Could cash his poison from birth on his shirt. I like that. Oh, it's just like a weird design. So it's nothing. It looks like fallopian tubes to me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Like, if you look at, like, a the scientific yeah, drawings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's D'Lo and Apollo. Yeah, I don't know, man. Kind of disappointed that this is a, a tag team in the record book with holding the titles. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. We're friends, so we're going to win. Look at my tribal tattoos. And I used to wear a mask, and I took it off for fun. Say what? I like how he comes out. To literally the beat of a DMX song. How is that legal? It's just a beat, man. Or it's like slightly different. 
He's like, yeah, hold up the titles, Apollo. We gotta hold these up. And it's because they're getting attacked from behind by Cash and Dallas. Yeah, awkward really just showing the belts off everything. Dallas and Cash both get clotheslined. And now Dallas knocked to the floor. Oh, Cash pressed to the floor. Dallas catches him, though. He's safe. That's awesome. I like that. Big D is on Dallas's pants. D'Lo flies and his feet almost get caught on the top rope. Does it really say Big D? Yeah, on his uh, left leg, it says Big D. (laughs) I I prefer Big Dal. Big Dal. That's what I call myself sometimes. Apollo flips to the floor. Holy shit, Apollo did a, sum, a running somersault dive to the floor, and he landed on his feet. Impressive. Apollo, that guy, that size, could can do that? Holy shit, usually he's, like, just a missile, but he fucking somersault? Whoa. Pretty good. I'd like to point out that Dallas's tattoo is the exact same design as the shirt. So Dallas has a shirt before most of the roster does, it looks like. I feel like it's his shirt. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm just, I just think it's kind of funny. I mean, how many TNA shirts are there anyway? There's like, it, uh, the thing, the time. thing is that we don't, we don't really know. Well, the AJ ones that, has one. AJ Amer- has one. American yeah. Wanted has one. Yeah, there, there was, if we're going to kind of do all over, there's an American flag TNA design. There's the two Wednesday night pay-per-views from the first show. And then like a couple weeks later. There's the well, I'm talking I- about like wrestler specific. Oh, wrestler specifically? Well, AJ and America's Most Wanted. Sex, if you want to count that, I guess. Sex is a group. Yeah. Um, I think that might be it. I don't know if I've seen any others. Either. Then there's the I smacked it raw, and I want it. I want more. <laughs> Sandman shirt. Sure, yeah. No, that's just the regular. That's a TNA shirt. He wore it. Yeah, and Sandman just wore it. That's like they have a logo on the front and stuff. It's just like a regular like TNA shirt. Apollo and Dallas going at it. Spinebuster on Dallas. He's hurting. He's in pain. Here comes D'Lo. He's looking at the real deal now. Ooh wee. Irish whip. Cash saves Dallas, but he gets knocked off the apron by Velo. Oh! And dropped over the top rope. Springboard missile dropkick by Cash. One, two, Velo kicks out at two. And now Cash is going to keep control with a head scissors on the mat. I feel like D'Lo's not going to submit to that. Dude, I'm so mad that you're probably right that D'Lo's going back to Japan and they're just going to win the titles back right he now. Has, he has to be. Like you said, he's, he's wearing his all Japan gear with the group name. It's Cash just assisted uh, Cash with a um, standing moonsault, like a backdrop. Or a back suplex to get a two count on uh, D'Lo. I really don't care about this match right now. I know, isn't that bad? And I think it's completely D'Lo and Apollo. Even though Apollo had a nice uh, dive to the floor. 
Oh, clothesline spear combo by Cash and Dallas. One, two, Apollo makes the save. Nice is pie facing him. Dealer responds with the right hand. Another one. How about one more? Sends him into the ropes. Cash with a boot to the chest. Triple springboard. Apollo didn't even bother to swipe his legs because he did it. <laughs> Dealer with a powerbomb. Yeah, it's actually a really good point. He literally did it right in his corner in front of him, and he didn't even think to, like, maybe I should yeah. stop him. He was like, I'll just let you do it. But Dilo was able to bail himself out with a powerbomb. Now he's like, Having a seizure or something on the mat. I don't know what Dilo was doing there, but okay. He's just bobbing his head. Is that his Hulk up? Oh, my God. Uh, I got to look up these guys' indie notes, right? I oh, know. shit, Bob. Yes, come on. What the fuck? That's so distracted. Did you do Did you do the last match? I, oh, yeah, you did, because you checked. Yeah, because they're... Yeah. yeah. See, I'm tired, guys. I'm Apollo, clothesline in Dallas. Big D, as we call him now, because I'm Dallas. Dallas. Big Dale. No, I'm, I'm Big Dale. Oh, you're Big Dale. Okay. Uh, well, D'Lo Brown hasn't done anything. Okay. Stalling suplex to kick cash by Apollo. Apollo's done anything. Oh, Shining Wizard by D'Lo Brown onto Dallas. There's always a weird move to see by D'Lo, I feel like. Yeah, I didn't expect that. It's so weird that Oh, shit. Dallas to the reversal. D'Lo clothesline. Kid Cash got super kicked by Apollo. Falls out of the ring. Uh, Apollo, he was busy for IWA Puerto Rico. Teaming with Glamour Boy Shane and Invader 1 in a losing effort against DeMonte, Hangman Hughes, and Ray Gonzalez on April 17th. There goes the referee with a... Dude, no. That, that was bullshit. Was br- that was bad. That was like... D'Lo walked right toward him, tried to swing and hit Rudy Charles, but he kind of just more got distracted. He didn't really hit him. Cash has got the lead pipe. Apollo stops him. Now Apollo has the pipe, and he hits Dallas. Oh. Hits Kid Cash. Hits Dallas again. Bob. Bob. The referee's on. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, Dallas is leaving. <laughs> hey, what the Hangman, fuck? Hangman Hughes defeated Apollo on April 18th, by the way. What the fuck, man? What the fuck, dude? That is so stupid. Two weeks in a row. Uh, <sighs> Dallas wrestled Big Dale. Dallas, uh, he wrestled for PCW on April 17th. He teamed up with Jeremy Sage in a losing effort against the Professionals, which is John Allen and Mike Thunder. No idea who they are. Uh, and let's see if there's... Vincers are still sitting in the same chair. Get out of here, oh, Raven. Raven. Vince, relax. relax. Take a seat. You got something you want to say to me? And Kid Cash didn't do anything.
telling me to sit here and trust you? They're just going back and forth, guys. I mean, we've heard this the entire show. We literally have one match left, and we don't even know what it is. We were once friends. I'm the better of two evils. If I don't beat him, if he doesn't lose the belt, you're going to be a laughingstock. Oh, what kind of champion would you be, Raven? Gonna be the thorn in my side, Raven. All I want is the belt. Rogue Raven even just said he'll defend it nightly if he gets it. I'm your landslide of defense. I'm your only hope, Vince. Because no one, and I mean no one, can beat Jeff Jarrett. Dude, this is just getting too much. <clears throat> They're really putting a lot of stake into no one can beat Jeff Jarrett. I know they are. There's a lot of people who aren't going to like this decision, but I think I've made it. Shakes Raven's hand. Oh, boy. Oh, look at this. Why Athletes is this from around even... the world. <gasps> The World X Cup. Oh. You hear? In the month of May. No, it's Ubi. In most imminent. Oh, oh, shit. Ultimate X is back on May 26th for the finals of the World X Cup. Dude. Whoa. Damn. Well, that's funny because uh, I had a note that pretty much about when that was happening. Not about the Ultimate X, but that the World X Cup is coming back. So, Five different matches, including tag team, gauntlet, ladder match, and including Ultimate X. Whoa, Bob. I don't know if you can tell me that show's going to suck. I mean, if there's an Ultimate X match, I mean, it can't suck. It's really hard to make those matches not good, I feel like. Well, Bob, if you want to be a wrestler here at TNA, NWATNA.com, the next gut check may Once again, I first. feel like uh, no one first. has done that. So. I don't believe you. Uh, they're going to be taping matches, though, for that, that show on May 12th and May 19th, by the way. Which makes sense, by the way. That's two weeks before the show airs, so. Oh, you got, Bob, check these out. What is, oh, trading cards. People coming up to you to get their trading cards signed. Which uh, Dallas does not have. He has a few of them, but not all of them. I don't have all of them. I'd love a sealed pack of those. Is that a bald raven? It is a bald raven on the front. Let's see, uh, have you looked on eBay to see if there's a sealed TNA 04? What'd you say? Did you look on eBay? I've looked before. I haven't looked in a while. Yes, the return of Desire tonight. Haven't seen her in almost a year. Next week, Desire, Sinisiaki, and Simon Diamond will take on Trinity, Glenn Gilberti, and Johnny Swinger. Bob called it. Is it really? Is yeah. intergender? It is. Oh, my God. Team NWA versus Team AAA. Booking the show. Team AAA versus Team NWA next week. 
the Monster Abyss, one-on-one with Sabu. Who is who is he fighting? Sabu and Abyss. Oh. So today's saying, did that handshake submit the deal for Raven? Sabu and Abyss. Again. We're going to send it to the back. Talk about Jeff Jarrett and Bob. As we go back, I forgot. I have a note about Kid Cash, and it's that he was hospitalized over the weekend after a spider bite, but he wasn't expected to miss any action. Which he clearly didn't. Yeah, it must have been a pretty nasty one. Jeff says, Vince Russo, I'm talking directly to you, Vance. Vince Russo, I'm looking right at you, pal. Even you had the World Heavyweight Champion fooled. For weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, fool me, Vance. Zebra. They never change their spots. Zebra and cheetahs. One year ago, almost to the day, April 30th, 2003, Raven on one side of the ring and Jeff Jarrett on the other side of the ring. Challenger versus champion. Well, Bob, it kind of seems like that's what's going on here. Raven may be facing off against Jeff Jarrett. Me and you again. Yeah, look at that. The most anticipated match in TNA history. Again. He is. All right. So he is under the assumption that Raven's fighting. Yeah. He's caught in this promo on Raven. After this Jarrett promo, uh, when they're doing their entrances, I have one final no I'll read during that time. It's not super exciting, but we're just going to talk about it. So I'm going face-to-face, man-to-man, Russo, Raven. Walking in the champion and walking out the champion. Okay, he could have done that promo in like half the time. Yes, he could have. Okay, so we're getting a highlight package. So uh, I'm now just we're gonna tell you now. Okay, so uh, the current plan is to continue the weekly Wednesday night pay per views as well as want run weekly Thursday TV tapings, pre- presumably in Orlando. Uh, that's for the Fox Sports Night deal with the TV airing the next afternoon. Now, Dave notes here that I'm all for guys getting eight to ten dates per month, but for TV, it's so much more cost effective to tape two or three shows at once. And right now, they need to keep expenses down wherever possible. All they need to do is tape matches and the angles since they since if they go two weeks, they'll probably they'll pretty much know where they are headed. And it isn't like wrestling companies in the past didn't tape like this. Whatever changes need to be made can be shot in Nashville on pay-per-view day and inserted into the tape day for that Friday. So we'll see. So what they're, gonna, they're gonna do one episode of TV. 
Yeah, so it sounds like as of right now, yeah. Look at this just Jeff Jarrett's name spinning on the screen. This is literally a Jeff Jarrett highlight video. He showed him hitting Hogan, shows him fighting Sting, AJ Styles. He slapped the radio Toby guy. Keith, the Titans. I mean, you name it, it's on here. In front of 18,000 in Mexico. He was in New Zealand and Australia. I mean, we're seeing the ultimate Jeff Jarrett, I'm the best fucking highlight package right now. When you see shit like this, it, like, do, do you not think that Jeff Jarrett's got to be one of the most hated guys in wrestling? Because I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, here's the beating up Vince Russo. I feel like he's the most hated, but also the most like delusional. This, this comes off as I am delusional. And I think it's an important note, again, me and Bob are saying this. We like Jeff Jarrett, but this yeah. stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, this is just unaware of, like, where he should be placed. I think when your main angle is, like, nobody can beat Jeff Jarrett, that's, like, kind of tough to buy into. And this would explain why there was so much stuff, because you got to set up the cage. I kind of forgot about that part. Yeah, I was just thinking that, actually, Bob, that it actually kind of makes sense that they did this. Look at this. Mystery, mystery, mystery. We don't know who Jeff Jarrett's fighting, actually, officially, it looks like, but we know Jarrett's stats, 6'1", 238, 18 years as a pro. Jarrett's got the experience edge. That's right. He's more of a pro than any of these other guys. Champ prepared for Harris. That's right, he was, but uh, it doesn't matter anymore. But now it's Raven. They should just put Raven on there. That's what they uh, are telling us. Decision time for Russo. Cage provides an even playing field. Does it? Because I feel like every cage match has had interference. No outside interference. Dude, there's people involved all the time. There it is, Bob. The cage. Now, I want to point out that that guy that replaced JB when JB got fired had been doing ring announcing. Oh, I didn't even notice that, dude. Yeah, I noticed it when he when they announced the disqualification change, title oh, change wow. for the tag title. So he was there. So JB was not running back and forth. Oh, Wow. How did I not notice that? Usually, I... I didn't I, That other guy isn't bad, I don't think. Jarrett's long-ass video here. So Jarrett's even coming out first, so that even still is adding to this mystery of, is it actually Raven? Yeah, champion coming out first never happens. So you Especially guys, when you it's gotta, Jarrett. You gotta keep the mystery, I guess, for as long as you can. What if it's Chris Harris? <laughs> Well, Jerry has a guitar. NWA heavyweight champ, Jeff Jarrett. Doesn't have a tight-ass shirt on today, though. I think it should be Chris Harris, but in a, like a full-body cast. Dude, that'd be so funny. He comes back. His shoulder's put back in place. He's taped up from head to toe. You can't keep me down, Raven. Jarrett's walking into the side that the door is normally on, but they actually put the door on the opposite side, so it's on the hard camera side. Goes over to Tanay, puts the guitar in front of him, and yells at him a little bit. Screw you, Tanay. Who is going to be the showdown? Is it going to be Raven? Could it be Ron Killings? Could it be Abyss? I don't know. Who is it going to be? The people are begging to find out. 
Let's see. Oh, it's Vince Russo's music. Oh, it's Vince Russo's song? Okay. I was like, who the hell was that? Yeah, that was weird. I didn't recognize it, but... Well, because it doesn't start off with fuck you anymore. Here he is, dude. What's he going to say? His most important decision since he was made the director of authority. He's got a bottle of water with him in case he couldn't get through this without taking a sip. He looks so confused, dude. He doesn't know what to do. One point that first he wants to make absolutely clear to Chris Harris. Look, Raven's getting ready right in the back there. I see him. He's behind the he he's behind their uh, video screen. Chris, when you're healthy, you will have your opportunity. Raven warming up is a weird idea. Like, he's doing jumping jacks. Yeah, why isn't he just out there? He thinks he's going to have a match. The fans are chanting truth. Yeah, they are, dude. James Storm's name was brought up for one. But I want to say this. James has a promising career ahead of him, but tonight, James Storm is not ready to step in. He's not ready to step in that cage with that animal. Not tonight. And then there's Abyss. Now, let no me make things something perfectly clear to the Abyss and the wacko walking around with him in the back. It doesn't work the way that he was trying to get a title shot. Not with him as DOA. Is Raven just going to be shadow boxing in the corner for five minutes or what? Kind of looks like that. So now the truth. Oh, three life crew is also going to learn that they're not going to bully him into earning a spot. So that's a no go for truth, storm, and abyss so far. So what's it come down to, Jeff? Comes down to Raven, doesn't it? But you and I had a bond, Jeff. Okay, why are you using his his uh his freaking regular names? Me and Scott Levy, we got a bond too. Who cares? Get him out here, Jeff yells. No question in my mind that Raven can step in and defeat him. Put him in there. Oh, no. When I came out here six weeks ago and said that Vince Russo saw the light, Raven, Scott, whoever you are, that Vince Russo will not make a deal with the devil. Raven is getting angry. He's throwing chairs now. And I had to reach down into my heart. Raven's literally like off to the side. Like if you look at his background, he's like probably like right behind Russo, but to the left. Yeah. 
his opponent in his last title defense, he's saying, Oh, it's a swerve, bro. It's against AJ Styles. <sighs> there he is. He had his white gear on. That's why I had a feeling. I think, you know what? If you're going to be a little bitch, I think you should have just made it a three-way. You said you knew Raven could do it. Just put all three of them in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This just this, this sucks because AJ hasn't been booked to look like a challenger to him. Yeah. JB is back doing announcing, by the way. There must be a winner, he says. They're already trying to go at it. We barely get to even hold the title up. Uh, I'm just going to get AJ's indies, indie notes out of the way now that we know it's him. Uh, we haven't seen AJ either for, until since uh, March 31st, by the way, in that four-way or whatever. Here we go. Uh, Bell rings an hour, 39 minutes, and 43 seconds. April 9th, AJ Styles beat B-Boy for IWA, IWA Mid-South April Blood Showers in Olick, Indiana. Next night, April 10th, he defeated Matt Seidel. It's simply the best five for IWA Mid-South. And on April 17th, AJ Styles retained the IWC Super Indie title when he defeated Homicide for IWC at a Gangster's or a Gangster's Retribution for IWC, obviously, International Wrestling Cartel. Now it's time to just focus on the cage match. There's 14 minutes and 35 seconds left in the show. They're shoving each other. They're intense. It's like as if they've never seen each other. I know. I don't know, Bob. I, I just can't see Styles beating Jarrett. I mean, every time he fought Jarrett, besides the one time he won the title, he literally looked like garbage because Jarrett didn't let him do anything. Yeah. Well, and another thing, too. So you're saying that if Jarrett were to lose the title, he would want it by the time they got back to TV. Here's my here's my. Question. That's the rumor. So, that I mean, that's kind of an interesting right. point to bring up. So my thing is, Let's say AJ wins wins this match. I would, and maybe I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit here, but out of the two, in terms of like introducing new viewers, I think I would want AJ as my world title, as my world champion, just for the style and everything. Now I understand that Jeff Jarrett's a more recognizable name and people will know him, right? But are you really going to maintain or even get more viewers with him? I don't think so. I think if you see a new guy like AJ Styles doing phenomenal moves they might be like oh shit this guy's pretty good right arm they're trading arm drags in a cage match a lot of chops right hands Jarrett dropping him with one punch another one now he's taunting AJ you're nothing but a tag team wrestler, AJ. You're nothing but X Division. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, over the shoulder. Is he going to drive him into the cage? 
Nope. Styles counters. Jarrett oh. ropes. Nice drop kick by AJ. Look nice. at me. I'm phenomenal. Blech. Cheer me. Incredible extension of the legs. Dropping that knee on Jeff Jarrett. Incredible. Just kicks Jarrett after that two count. Andrew Thomas is a ref. You know there's going to be some fuckery happening. We'll see. Jarrett off the ropes. Bob fell asleep on me. No, I did not. Oh, okay. Bob is here. See? Oh, Jarrett lays in the right hand on Styles. It just punches. Fucking Jarrett punches in a cage match. Come on. Throw him into the cage. Let's get some. I know. I know. Guess what? Another punch. Ready? Here we go. Ready? He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna punch him. Nope, pop up hurricanrana. Oh, it's a kip up hurricanrana. Whatever, dude. It's the same fucking thing. Chop, forearm. Chop. Forearm. Forearm. Big power yes, slam. Snap power slam. One. Two. I can't wait for Andrew Thomas to get sent into the cage. Into the cage, right. That'll be fun. Who's going to give Jarrett the guitar? Vince Russo? Oh, man. Yeah, who is going to? He's going to turn. Oh, stalling suplex on Jarrett. He's holding him. 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 And he's down. Um, do you think Raven's going to get involved? How can he not? I feel like AJ's going to. Wait, is this only by pin? Probably only by pin, right? I don't think it's by escape. I don't think they said that. So, so I was going to say, if AJ were shot. to try to go. That's a, that's a good shot. If AJ were to try to go th- through the cage door, like Raven would just smash it on his face. Styles going for that moonsault DDT, but Jarrett caught him, sends oh. him right into the cage. That was Is a AJ nice count. Not yet, but now he gets thrown in again, but that time his back hit, so no need to blade his back. And Styles into it again. Oh. That was a hard one. And they're saying that the cage benefits Jeff Jarrett. And back suplex by Jarrett. Oh, going for another one. We're doing. Th- are we trying to going for three of them here? Twist the arm again, and going for a third. That's three. Crowd's pretty into this. They're pretty loud. I'm kind of surprised by that, honestly. I thought maybe the crowd. The crowd was chanting for truth, like they wanted him. Right. Well, they're mostly chanting Jarrett sucks, so they just don't like Jarrett. So yeah. So I, I think mean, you, you insert anybody into this, they're probably going to be getting cheered for. Which makes me wonder why maybe you sh- they should have picked somebody outside the box, and then you make could have made a star out of it. Made really. a star out of it. Yeah. That would have been kind of fun to see someone random going for a missile drop off the top. Jarrett sidesteps. Because like, so if it, like Chris Saban's healthy, apparently, if he's there. Why wouldn't what if Russo was like, I think I know someone that can be Chris Saban and Saban were to come in here and have a maybe not necessarily win it, but have like a really good showing. 
It'd be kind of fun. And how can you say that he didn't deserve it when Styles is pretty much, you know, same size and all that? He's still an exhibition you know, guy. You know what I think I what what oh, you could have done? Like, oh, inside cradle. But Jeff, Jeff is just so strong and powerful. He kicks out of it. Um, Russo could have been like, this guy lost a title because he was hurt, and I think that he deserves a shot to reclaim right. some to claim some gold. So Jeff, you're, you're fighting Chris Saban. I like that. As Jarrett has a, a odd looking sharpshooter in on Styles. Yeah, he did. Bret Hart would be fucking pissed if he saw that. You ever see the clip of uh, Charlotte Flair doing the sharpshooter and Bret Hart's on the yeah <laughs> at ringside, just a disappointed look, like, nope, that's not how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> which is super funny. It's so Styles kind of has a modified one in on him now. Yeah, he has the worst one on him, but that's okay. Well, I don't think that's he has it in purposely like that. Because he see, it's kind of like that, like a the. Uh, nah, I, I think that's just how he counted it, and that's how it looked. You think so? I don't know. Anyway, he's trying to roll him up. Gets a kick out. You think we're not going to get blood because of the Fox Sports net deal? Oh, shit. I think you're right. If they're trying to keep it toned down. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because if we haven't, yeah, I don't know if we are going to. I mean, AJ was sent to the cage like four times and nothing. German suplex gets a two count off of that. Oh, elbow. Styles going for a springboard. No, well, I think Jared might have thought that was a moonsault, but he does a reverse DDT. <laughs> One, two. Jared just pops his hand up. Six minutes and thirty seconds left in the show. Who is going to walk out the NWA World Champion? It's not going to be Raven. Andrew Thomas got backed into very slowly, and you would have thought that his appendix burst. <laughs> Uh, and Bob gave you that time, but if you're normal and watch watch along and you want to know the time, we're oh. at an hour, 48 minutes, 38 seconds. As Styles gets, essentially, he tossed himself into the cage. What does Jared have? Cocaine? It looks like oh, it. Styles got... tried to do like a discus clothesline missed, and then he hit himself into the cage. It's powder. I heard Bob was selling crack at Walmart before. That's flour. Oh, blind Styles. Oh, backslide. One. Oh. He just, AJ may be blind, but he's still able to kick out. Versus there, versus Jared goes into the cage and into the other side. Wait, AJ's blind. How is he doing this? He's rubbed it out. You know what would be a, a really good idea? This. I just thought about this. Instead of blinding somebody, why don't you just get the ring belt and then ring it right by somebody's ear? Ooh. And then pin them. That way they don't, can't tell what count they're on. Wait, Jarrett is getting some Conan ideas here. He's Oh, no, he's not. Oh, he's doing... Shane Douglas gave him a chain. And then he also taught him how to show everybody he's got the chain. And I thought he was going to whip the boot at him, but look, Styles ducked it. Roll up. Nope. Oh, Jarrett kicks out. Jarrett's got it. Oh, shit. Why is he hiding it? It's a cage match. Because, dude, in TNA, if you purposely use a weapon, you are disqualified. Styles kicks out. How did Styles do it, Bob? How did he just kick out of that? I don't know, man. It was on the booking sheet. Oh, Jared going for the stroke. 
AJ counters with some elbows. Gives him forearm, whips him, comes back. Jarrett kicks him in the gut, though. Jarrett calling for the Styles Clash. Oh, my God. Jarrett is about to hit the Styles. Nope. Styles pulls himself up, punches him in the head. Hurricane Rana. Rolls, rolls over. Oh, my God. Rolls for a Styles Clash. He hits it. No way. One. One. Two. Oh, my oh, God, he dude. Oh, down at two and three quarters. I thought he got him right there. I thought so, too. Oh, man. He hit the finishing move. Nobody kicks out of the Styles Clash. Uh, is Andrew Thomas going to get in the fucking way or what? Look at this guy. Andrew, move. Get out of the way. Don't stand there. Styles is on the top. He just almost, uh, just he just almost the cage. He almost has killed himself. Yeah, like he's tearing apart the cage. Andrew Thomas, move. <gasps> oh, my God. You shitting me? He Jared just threw. Sh- yeah, he shoved Andrew Thomas into the cage. Essentially, Styles got crotched on the top, and now he's on the floor because Jarrett just hit the cage. So that means AJ doesn't win, right? No. Of uh, course. But now we got to open the cage because we got to get outside of the cage to wrestle. Wait, how is Andrew Thomas alive already? He's, the chair was telling him to count him out, but there's no count out, so. Dallas, how in the world can Andrew Thomas get sent Head first into the cage, and then within three seconds, he's like, I'm okay. But if he gets kicked by somebody, he's out for about an hour. I don't know, Bob. But Jared grabbed his guitar. We're back in the cage. Well, it turns out that nobody handed him the guitar. He just got it himself. Rudy's not even trying to stop him. He's just yelling, he just dropped the lock, it looks like. No, he dropped the key, I believe. I thought he dropped the padlock. I thought he had it in his hand. So, well, he stopped doing it, so it don't matter. Yeah. There's Vince Russo trying to climb up the cage, which is silly, because what oh, are you going to do? Jabbing his finger. Yeah, Vince, oh. you, Vince, you really think you're going to be able to climb the cage? I mean, no. I don't know if Vince Russo has any athletic ability to well, climb. Well, he's climbing it, dude. Oh, he got popped he off. Ain't, yeah. He ain't going far. Oh, Styles blocks it with a kick, the guitar. Now Jared's like, what do I do? I'm going to hit him with air. Crucifix. Oh, shit. AJ Styles just pinned Jeff Jarrett with a crucifix pin. And he's your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Wow, Bob. I uh, did not expect that. Look at Raven. He ain't happy. That could have been Raven. Vince is very happy. Styles. Uh, Raven is not happy. Styles holds up the title ringside here. Jerry is like, like I was fired for a week. And I'm so happy. We got a new champion. Don West with his mustard fucking shirt. No. No. I can't believe that. Jeff Jarrett is just wow. heartbroken. Take the victory lap, AJ. Now he's walking up towards Vance on the aisle. 
Do you trust me now? Trust me. Shake my hand. Brothers don't shake. Brothers gotta. Yeah, that's right. Oh, he yeah. pushed it away. Brothers gotta hug. Oh shit, that's so cute, man. I did it. I trust you, Vets. Well. Hmm. Okay. What do you think about that, Bob? Um, where are you at for this show? I think I'm in. I think I'm in the middle. Really? Yeah, cool. I am. Why do you say just in the middle? I think the book. Some of the booking is just uh, annoying. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I can see where you're coming from. Um, I mean, I think overall, I like that show, though. I mean, I, I, I would say I'm, I'm more of a thumbs up on this one. Um, I think it had enough. It had enough meat on the bone for me. I agree with you, though. I mean, there is definitely some stuff where it's more questionable. We could say um, a little bit confusing. I also don't necessarily agree with how. Uh, we went the entire show without knowing who was in our main event. I mean, that, that was a little, little played out, but uh, match quality wise, and I think some, you know, some of the stuff that's going on is interesting. The Michael Shane and Shane Douglas stuff, oddly, is like interesting me more than it probably should. Oh, I can, I can see why. I mean, I don't. It took me a while to even know who the hell I was cheering for, or who I'm supposed to be cheering for. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into that little story though. Uh, yeah. And now with, and I'm I'd like, I'm really excited for the World X Cup, like weird shit like that. Like the X Cup, the Ultimate X part of that could, see that has like, it's different than everything else. So you have something to actually look forward to. Like well, I think that's why, yeah. I mean, if you, if I had to choose, because I, I mean, I do hate saying in the middle because it's really indecisive. I would give this a very mild thumbs up, I think. Oh, so you're switching. Yeah. I, I, I can't I don't I can't be indecisive. I just you can, you can be though if you if you really are no, I truly feeling indecisive. I gotta I gotta be one way or the other. I'm gonna try to be one way or the other. Either it's even if it's just a little bit of a thumbs up or whatever. Because you are I mean there were some quality you know quality action and like I thought so and I think lots even in some I mean, most of the matches I'd say. And we got some fun stuff to look forward to next week, uh, which I was going to pull up and talk I about. I think I'm just kind of bummed. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not bummed that AJ's the champion. I'm just bummed by how he was presented beforehand to really kind of make it seem as if he's not a worthwhile champion, like challenger and now champion. Like he seems like. Yeah, I agree with that. A second level kind of champion right now. Just because of how he was presented. But this title change does, realistically, from what we've seen on the show, I wouldn't be surprised that in the coming weeks and months, or whatever, that AJ is defending against Ron Killings, Raven, right, right, James Storm, I guess you could even maybe do, Chris Harris for sure is getting. Oh yeah, absolutely. So right there, you have like, I would say four. I mean, James Storm probably not, but there's four. That's four challenges. That's four weeks of potential challenge. And if you want to do a Jeff Jarrett rematch, you have the fifth. 
right from the jump here. So he's got he's got the challengers. There's no doubt about. It. I don't. I think the main event scene has certainly picked up because there's it, so many it, guys in the title picture now, which I think is great. It needed to, like badly. Yeah. For piss for a bit there, it was very questionable. I think around like you know what, it might have played a part because they didn't know what was going on with Hogan. So maybe they were like, we don't want to. Right, which I can understand. Yeah, especially if the plan was for Hogan Jarrett, you're not going to really veer off from that. But now that that is clearly off the table, now you have four or five guys all vying for the championship, and you have a couple of guys. I'd say like Monty Brown and Sabu who could easily go up the ranks again yep. to, to earn the title shot. So who knows? I think there's a lot to be, uh, I think, interested in, in the main event scene. And in, not to say the undercard is weak by any means, but I think that the heavy focus of the main event scene is going to kind of maybe carry your promotion. Because that's usually what happens. Usually the main event is what brings people in. So. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But yeah, I, I'm going to say a very mild. I'm going to say a very mild thumbs up. Okay. And I mean, it was a good show long storyline. If it, if this was a TV show, I probably would have a better reception to it. But under the premise of like, I would have been paying ten dollars for that. Right. I might be a little more annoyed. But if it was like a straight TV show, because you have. 40 we probably have a good hour of like who's going to be the guy so that mystery would have kept you invested even if you didn't have ten dollars on it so i don't know i'm gonna say a very mild thumbs up hey fair enough well uh as we head into next week we know a couple things we know that team nwa is going to be facing us off against team AAA to kind of get us a little bit more excited mm. about the world x cup we have sabu facing off against abyss which is kind of an interesting match. I kind of think I'm looking forward to that. And then we have a six-man tag match where Desire is returning to the ring and teaming with Simon Diamond and Sonny Siaki to take on Glenn Gilberti, Johnny Swinger, and Trinity. So some kind of fun stuff there. Do we know who's on Team AAA for that? Uh, I'm assuming it's the the same like, AAA we just saw with... Um, like Garza, Aguila, and uh, Negro? Have, and Negro and heavy metal, yeah. Is it is it a six man or eight man? Well, according to Cage Match, it's an eight man. They didn't say I don't think one way or another, but I think they did say all members will be there. So I'm assuming okay. that we kind of it was hinted at. So yeah, so we're gonna see our new team NWA in action as well. Right, which now has Daniels in it. We'll probably get a continuation of Michael Shane and Shane Douglas and how that. I would assume. Yeah. All right. Well, plus we'll probably find out who is going to be AJ, AJ Styles' first challenger, whether it be a match next week or, or you know, soon or whatever. But yeah, exactly. A lot of question, a lot of question marks, and you know what? Question marks in wrestling is good. I don't like when it's predictable. Agreed. But you want to know what is predictable, Dallas? That we're going to have an excellent time at Rebellion. Tomorrow. That is probably true. But what is predictable? is that we are going to be back next week because we're back every week. That's right. And until next week, for Dallas Grizzly, I am Buck Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.